some of them. You're wasting all your time and money on models. Paint what you have. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Model Club TV, episode 53. Rhymes with TV. No. That's... What are you doing? L. Roman numerals. L3. Why are you going to make it difficult? If Hello, you everyone. Did teach you anything in 1980s school? <laughs> what? Again, is loser. That's what I was taught in school. Yeah, I, you probably got this a lot. I did get that a lot. Hello, Scott Johansson. Hello, Jason Walker, my lovely co-host. How, <laughs> how are you today? I'm tired. Dude, it sucks. <laughs> this last couple of weeks have just sucked. Uh, you've had some interesting times around the house. Yeah. A little All COVID good? scare. Little well, COVID? I wouldn't call it a scare. Even. We had yeah. the COVID. Yeah. I didn't get it. Shows you how much you are in contact with your wife. But you didn't get it. <laughs> uh, my wife and I sleep in the same bed. How about you and oh, your yeah, wife? No, we don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I even slept in the same bed with her until. Um, Who keeps beeping you? How, how about it's none of your goddamn business? How about put okay. it on vibrate? How about that? <laughs> I'm going to read it just because you're being a jerk. All right, read it out loud. What's it say? Yeah, okay, now she sees it. Uh, I thought you were going to so read it. What happened? She just sent me a picture. It's a picture of the radar. Okay. First, she sent me a thing that said this storm isn't even on the radar, and I said, blow it up, and she blew it up, and there it was. So. Yeah. What were you talking about? COVID. COVID. Um, so, yeah, my wife um, got sick. And I actually slept in the bed with her the first night. And then the next morning when I tested her, she was positive and I wasn't sick yet. So I spent the week on the couch like a cheating husband. And um, <laughs> I never got it. Or if That's I got what? it, I don't know. I ever got it. And then, yeah. And, oh, there he goes. And then um, on my birthday, uh, which I wanted to talk about next. <laughs> We uh, both tested negative, so I went back to work. I took the week off work, but it was it's weird. I don't know if you go through this or not. You probably don't because you're just so happy when she's not there. But um, when my wife is like sick or not here, it just throws me off. It's like I'm thrown off my my usual norm. Oh, that's so cute. And, uh, yeah. So. And how was your birthday? Happy birthday, Scott. How old are you now? Y'all good? Fifty nine. 59. Oh, crap. Yep. Oh, crap. 59. About to leave the 50s. Last year. How's that feel? Feel all right? What's that? Last year in the 50s? Yeah. You know what? One less day from dying young. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I think at this point, yeah, I don't think you're going to be called dying young. What is the cutoff? What is the cutoff for saying someone young. died too young? Whatever. Well, so if I drop is. now, it's expected. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> okay, with your Gandalf beard and your <laughs> mouthful of pus. And, oh yeah, that's what I had. My uh, tooth got infected again, like from the surgery. Yeah, nobody I, cares. Do they do care? And it blew up. So it's been it's been a shitty. And I've been back at work. Yeah, it blew it up. Sucks. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I like a golf ball on the side. I hate you. <laughs> it doesn't even care about my health ever. Uh, All right. Anyway, 
Let's start off the right way. The email for the show is modelclubtv at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email, that's where you send it, modelclubtv at gmail.com. If you would like to leave us a voicemail, and we have some voicemails this episode, if you want to leave us a voicemail, it is 708-816-4299, 708-816-4299, and the new thing is Discord. If you want to use Discord, we're over there. Look up Model Club TV on Discord or follow the link down in the description to our channel. And we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. So yeah. Sorry. here we go. We're already we boring go. the hell out of Scott. Oh, uh, fucking Discord. And I've been pressured by uh, Dan Cherney. Like and subscribe, please. <laughs> we have to always try and remember to say that. We're bad at it. Please like and subscribe to the channel. I mean, we've had a really, like in the last couple months we had a big jump and we did have a big jump which is from scale model kit review steve over there he sent he gave us a huge shout out on there uh a couple times and he has a huge channel been around th- since 2012 and he has like fourteen thousand subscribers so for us to be on there for a blip might have helped out a little bit we truly appreciate it and thank you to brent krug as well for the figure kit garage and always mention us over there Please follow the links to both of their shows, both of their channels, down in the description. But we truly appreciate the shout outs that everybody gives, and we'd like to return the favor here as well. So thank you. We we truly, truly appreciate that. Um, and we were doing our Discord last night, and I finally met um, Brent and his lovely wife, Virginia. And uh, Virginia got a little mouthy, but uh, that's okay. You know, she got tough, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to make her mad because, um, you know, Brent's the one that's got to, uh, you know, take the beating. And, okay. uh, you was know, that bad. Oh, no, it wasn't that bad. No, she's okay. real sweetie, actually. So. So do you want to do the discord talk now or you want to wait? Oh, whatever you want. Let's do it now since we already brought it up. We uh, okay. did an impromptu hobby hangout last night to test it, to see how it works. It was uh, Scott Lookabill, myself, you, Brian Clark, Jamie Sy jumped on. And then after I left, you said Brent in Virginia came on, right? Yes. Did you miss anybody else? I think that was it. That so was it. what it does is we have a channel. If you go into Discord, follow the link. There's some text chat channels and where you can post pictures and stuff. But there's a, a channel called Hobby Hangout. And if you go to the Hobby Hangout channel... It's basically like a Zoom meeting. And what happens is this just closed up my whole screen. Um, everybody can join. You can come in. You can share your camera. Or you could just be in there and listen to everybody and then type along as a normal chat room. And we don't have to be on for this to happen. Anybody can go on there at any time. So if you're building at your bench and you just want to have, you know, join Discord and mm-hmm. hang out with some people while you work. Great time. Well, I guess that's what happened to Brent. He's gone on a few times and no one's been around. Yeah. And then last night he catches us on there. And, um, well, I think part of it too, they're in California, right? Yeah. So they're behind us. So by the, you know, the time difference. And we're but all over the place too. To move, uh, actually to Louisville. So oh, he's really? hoping to cool. see us and stuff. Yeah. So cool. So there's a, um, let's see if I can even do this. Uh, oh it worked okay i'm gonna pull this up oh damn it (laughs) there it is um this is what discord looks like for those people 
And when you go into the Hobby Hangout channel, the, vi the voice channels, the Hobby Hangout channel, if you go down here, I'm there right now. Um, what people were having kind of a problem with is if you, if you go down to your name down here in the corner, click this gear, and you go to voice and video, you have to set your input device and your output device, and you have to make sure your mic is working. And I was having some issues. I know Scott, the other Scott was having some trouble. Um, but we got to kind of work out. You don't want to be on press to talk either. You yeah, don't be on push to talk unless you have a lot of stuff going on in the background. And but it's great to just have it on there. Show them how to do multiple screens too because it's focus and, uh, but that's uh, on the other screen. I don't know if I can, let's see if I can do that. Does that come up or if no it one else is on it? might not work right up. now. So if you, let me see if I'm in the channel. Um, I'll be hanging out there. So if you go multiple, if you go up here, focus versus like the person that's talking to grid you click that button up there you can kind of change uh if you go down here everybody has the ability to share their screen so if you want to show something on the web or something else on your computer desktop you can share your screen and people can follow along we mm -hmm. uh we can watch movies together if we wanted to be really weird there's a way to do that so i think discord is going to be a cool little tool for us to use for a community to make things right i'm closing this you know i've got a great idea Get a hold of Dave Fisher and see if we can't get permission to show the five episodes of Model Mania on there with um, viewers. That's not a bad idea for people who haven't seen it. Yeah. I don't think you'd have a problem with that because we're not recording it. We're just kind of watching it together. Right. Yeah. Right. We've all, uh, yeah, we were, that's a great idea. We were talking about maybe doing a, everybody pay, like get the same model kit and do a group build. Like everyone's painting the same thing, but we are planning to try to do weekly those weekly and, and see how that goes. So, and a scheduled, we're, we're going to schedule. Gonna, we'll always put schedule. it up in announcements. We'll just say, Hey, we're going to do it this day, but we'll try and do it before. But again, anytime, if people want to just jump in there, it's there. So that's the discord channel. Looking forward. I think. It was the worst time to launch it, but I think because both of us have been so busy with other stuff, but we'll get in there more. Promise. Uh, you watch any movies, Scott? I'll take that as a no. I finished watching Primal. If anyone has not seen Primal yet, please watch Primal. Cartoon uh, about a caveman and his T-Rex buddy. It is fantastic. I've talked about it before on the show, but man, it is so good. So good. And then before we get into news and reviews, our guest this episode is who, Scott? Our very good friend, our bestest pal, <laughs> the people person, the man of the people, um, sculptor Tony Cipriano. We brought him back again. And but Tony's just always fun to talk to. I know that's why I like him. Uh, it so, and I don't know why because he's not fun to talk to when he's not. A... <laughs> now, yeah, I talk so... to Tony quite a bit. I, I've developed a little bit of a friendship with Tony, and uh, I'm not sure he would say guy. the same. But he's he's a good well he because he's in denial. <laughs> he, he's in denial. So uh, well, yeah, we just hang out and chatted for a little bit, and uh, there's some cool stuff in there. So. 
And have we gotten picnic responses? We have. That was the next thing I want to talk about. So the cookout, September 17th, 17th. Uh, we have gotten a quite a few, actually. It looks like there's a, a few people coming from Ohio, maybe some from Wisconsin, other people from around here. So a couple of things. I'm not going to give out Scott's exact address on here, but Scott, the, it is in Midlothian, Illinois. So if you're looking for a hotel, I've gotten quite a few messages asking where they should get a hotel. So if you just Google Midlothian Hotel, Illinois, that's probably your best start. Scott, do you have any suggestions for people around your house where they could stay? You know, the area around my house can sometimes get. Um, <laughs> crowded. OK, now. Most people that come in from either west or east are going to come down I-80. Okay, there's an exit, Harlem Avenue exit. And there is a crap ton of hotels at that exit. It's in Tinley Park, Illinois. Yep. And at that exit, there's Cracker Barrel, there's Buffalo Wild Wings. There's Al's, there's, Al's Roast there's, Beef. Al's Roast Beef. There's a Burger King. There's a, there's a brewery, breakfast brewery. place. Just over the interstate, there's a TGI Fridays, Panera, you know, so there's, I there's mean, a lot right there. Yeah. And the area is very safe and it's, um, in fact, that's usually where I drive to get food. <laughs> yeah, you do drive. And, and it's about, what would you say? 10 to 15 minutes from my house. Yeah, really about, easy about 10 to 15, yep. So, uh, I um, did look at the convention center right there and I know, and then this is, that's the high end place. If you're going to stay right there. Um, the rooms are like one ninety a night. It looked like, so that's Jeez. kind of expensive. So check the other hotels around that area. Um, there are, I mean, you could even stay in downtown Chicago if you really wanted to <laughs> drive down yeah. to Scott's, but I mean, there is a holiday Inn uh, express really mm -hmm. close to me. And, um, just always seems really crowded. So I don't know what availability will be. Um, and there's another one. Are they running? Is that the one they're running hookers out of? Which is the one that has the the 30 minute nap on the window? No, on the, that's on the board. Not a hot. What's yeah, that? Not, on? Is that Southwest Highway? Yeah, that's What's that's that not even close to me. But okay. yeah, I know the one you're talking <laughs> about. That's the JC Motel. Ah, oh, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The hotel in but, Lansing I used to, I grew up by that was Pioneer. All, yeah, the Pioneer. That was all hookers. Yeah. And they were in there all the time. How'd you know? I had friends on the Force told me. Friends on the Force. Is that a Star Wars reference? Yes. <laughs> so anyway, we haven't nailed down the time yet, which we probably should. Let's do it now. So if someone's coming from Ohio, and let's say they're driving six hours, roughly. Okay. And they leave at Wait, is this 8 o'clock in the morning. Is this a word? I'm having flashbacks to fourth grade math. And, and they drive at 8 o'clock they, they leave at 8 o'clock And a train leaves at what time? <laughs> and they get here at 6 o'clock, or 6 hours. They get here at 2 o'clock. Um, technically, they're going to get here at 1 o'clock because you're getting, you're going to gain an hour with the time change. Okay. So I'm going to shoot for... Two o'clock, two p.m. local time, our time. 
that doesn't mean if you get here at three o'clock, we won't let you in. Okay, we'll let you in. But um Oh yeah. Any, yeah, feel free to leave and come as you like as you want. Like if you have to go, you gotta go. Like Yeah. And um the and there is no end time can... to this, right? Like we could go as long as we want. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yes. We can go as long as we want. Correct. <laughs> So, um, can people sleep in their car in your driveway? If they really want to, they can. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, um, unfortunately, my rooms are all booked up already. So, uh, and if I, I just, I don't have the room, I have no room, which sucks, but, but I live in a small but, Um, but yeah, so there's plenty of places nearby. Um, that we can hook you up. But I'm you know? in, like, I am blown away. And there's that probably Airbnbs. I yeah, wonder, there there's be. probably Airbnbs. I, I don't do Airbnbs, but there probably is. So, so. yeah, look around Tinley Park, Illinois, Midlothian, Illinois. That's kind of your, where you're looking for yeah. hotels. And again, it, it's right off of 294. It's easy to get to if you're, if you're coming down 294 to get to Scott's from somewhere else. Like if you're coming from the north, from Wisconsin, you're getting off 294. If you're coming from the east or west, it's 80. And it's a very short trip from there. So um, if you want to bring food, bring anything you want. But we got all the basics covered. We'll have all that stuff. Um, what are we doing? Well, we'll figure him and Jason. I'll figure it out. But if there's some kind of specialty craft, I got to have special beer bullshit. Yeah, you, and yeah. you got to bring that your own. I'll and I'd say hard liquor, too, maybe. Uh, we'll have some stuff. But yeah, if you want something special to yeah. drink for yourself, bring it. We don't want anyone to get in trashed either in driving so um that being said if you do stay in a hotel and you get trashed i will drive you and then in the morning come pick you up to get your car so uh uber but if you throw up in my van then you're staying another day to detail my van out so well awesome we are like i can't believe people are even coming so so this and this is a go for sure right we have enough chicago guys that are going and okay we have enough. We officially have enough people to do this. So we're, we're, we're it's going to be cool. Oh, please don't rain. That's the only thing. I just don't want it to rain. Well, if it rains, we'll, we'll be, be fine. in my garage. Yeah. I've got a garage back there that's yeah. plenty big enough. And um, so we'll be back there. But it, it's rain or shine. We'll, we'll make it happen. All right. Any other details, please email us or talk to Scott about close things around his house. He knows a little better in his area than I do. Right. And email either of us for the address, and we'll give it to you. Actually, exactly. a couple of years from now, I'm going to have a hotel, right? A casino hotel, about half a block from my, like right. It'll be a mile from my house that they're putting in, so people could stay there next time. Who knows? Yeah. There's also, again, Northwest Indiana. Before you get into Illinois, yeah, there's a bunch right there you know, too. It's not a again. It's not a far drive either way. You know, we're like what eleven miles from. Well, I'm eleven miles from the border. I think. I'm. About You're like five. You're four, close. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, call for the address, exact address, and and we can guide you in. Yeah. So, or call. No, don't call. Yeah, call Jason's number. It is. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But um, sure. No, if you, but if you need to physically talk to us, Facebook first. We'll get you a phone number. You get to call us, and we'll get. We just don't want to put it out on the air. So, yeah. Awesome cookout it's gonna happen jamie's coming i'm making her i'm gonna make her come in an extra car though so she can leave <laughs> and who's gonna drive your drunk ass home 
Me. Because you ain't staying. Oh, wait, oh that's right. All right. Yeah. No, I, I better not drink and drive. Um, <laughs> I never do that. What am I talking about? Uh, what was that noise? Is that wind chimes? I didn't hear anything. Uh oh. I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> what was that? It was my ring doorbell. My oh, no. stepdaughter okay. went out, stepped outside to have a cigarette, and went <laughs> off. You knucklehead! Oh, it scared me. All right, Rick Lindy. I saw him post this on Facebook, which was his uh, Troy Nayhart buildup. Uh, Nayhart. Why did I say Nayhart? Nayhart. Uh, it's I mean, fantastic. I have a good Troy story, by the way. But okay, we'll say it right after this. Uh, so Rick Lindy did this buildup and said, "Hey, man, send us pictures because this is fantastic." So stick around to the gallery at the end to see all these great pictures. And then he also sent me pictures of the organ that we talked about last time. Right, Scott? Not that organ. Oh, the organ from uh, Phantom of the Opera. Yes. Matter of fact, I'm still waiting on one. But okay. Yes. Cool. Yeah, he's produced this. So we'll have some contact info, but you could look him up on Facebook. Rick Lindy. Uh, it's there. Really cool. So more pictures of this in the gallery as well. Check Every time out. Jason says Rick Lindy, the bells go off. Yeah, what's up? An angel gets its wings every time you say <laughs> Rick Lindy. Um, I spoke to Rick actually for the first time a couple of weeks back. Just really nice guy. So um wonderful. I'm not sure say. if he's planning on coming to the cookout or not, but um he plays in a band a lot, so he may be booked that day, but um Yeah. Yeah. He, super nice guy. So cool. Okay. I don't know why he'd want to hang out with us. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would want to come like whatever, but I I'm excited that people are coming. Uh, giveaways. You want to do your feet first? Do you want to do the other ones first? Well, let's do the feet. Let's do the feet. And the winner of the foot. Gargantuan still. Oh, I already packed them up. <laughs> In the small, okay. That's why they're not here. All right. So from pestilence labs, we have our gargantua. We have Gira's Rage, and we have the Creature Hand, Quarter Scale, going to Tony Lamb. Tony Lamb. With a correct guess of 112. So, Tony, congratulations. <laughs> Good guess. And so much funny for is, extending this content. <laughs> yeah, and, and you were so worried about it. It'll take forever for someone to guess it the way you want to do it. And... Well, as funny as I think it was Brian Donahue who had just won a contest. Um, his first guess, I think, the week before was 113. So he was like <laughs> right awful. there. So um, Tony had 112, and he's our winner. Yeah, his, so, congratulations. Um, so he won last week something when we pulled names. And so he messaged me saying he's going to be somewhere. And I'm like, oh, wait. I'm like, good to know. I won't be sending something else right away. So I have to hang on to it for him. He won't probably see this for a minute, but Tony, congratulations, man. Good guess. Good guess. We'll do more of those later. I think that'll be cool. Okay. All right. Aliens. How many entries do we have? Look like a lot. I think so. Count. This, I think, is the most we've ever had for something. Wow. And I'm not even kidding. Well, let's see if I can pull this up. All right. Here we go. Wheel and names. Going to hit shuffle. And what should we pull for first? The Predator, Giver Ship, Close Encounters, Brushes. Which one should we go for? 
Predator. Spinning. That's what I have to give. I have for to the, send it. For the Predator is. There we go. Gutierrez, J.E. All right. Now he gets the Predator. Gonna remove him. Oh, just a heads up. And if you disagree with this, Scott, let me know. We had two people that won last week enter in this one's, and I did not enter them. Seems fair. We mentioned this a few episodes ago, actually a while ago, and we keep forgetting to say it. If you've won something in a previous episode, sit one out. Let some other people win for a minute. We've had people that have won like three times, and other people that have been entering since the beginning of the show and haven't won at all. So let's just let's be fair, just for a minute. Let's see if we can give it a okay. try. All right. Now we're going for what? Predator, Givership, Close Encounter, or let's do Givership or Close Encounters. Which one we got? Givership. Why not? Givership is spinning. Michael Kelch. Michael Kelch. Congratulations. Yay. And now we have four. Close encounter. Dude, I'm having strokes all over the place. From Paul Gill. And the Guyver ship was from Tony Lamb. The Predator was donated by Phil Kupka. Kupka. And then our mystery donor gave us those brushes. So here we go. Close encounters. Close encounters. Something Jason's had many of. <laughs> Laura Stan. Hey, Laura Stan. I spoke to Laura a little bit um, on Messenger because we hadn't heard from them in so long. So I just make sure they were okay. Oh, good. Everything good? They working on stuff? They're they're busy. They're just, uh, yeah, they're busy filling orders and working on the next piece. So hopefully we'll have a sneak peek pretty soon. All right. I shuffled a bunch. Now for the brushes donated by our mystery donor a few episodes back. Here we go. That pack of brushes. Neil's model work. Neil's model work. Congratulations, sir. Okay. And Alien? I don't know. One more. As a bonus, I have two X Files busts of Mulder and Scully. 3D printed? 3D printed by me. Wow. There you go. And these are going to... Roy Barrel? I think? No? We got a lot. Hobby Mike. Oh, Roy. Hobby Mike. You know what? Hobby Mike. X-Files. And Roy... That was a close one. I have some extra ones. I'm going to send them to you, too. So Roy gets them, too. All right. We'll contact everybody. If you know you're a winner, send us an email at modelclubdb, and we will uh, get that out to you. So thanks, everybody. Whew. Giveaways. Giveaways, giveaways. This is the last one I have to mail out. Oh, no, I still have one downstairs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mailed, like... Oh man, this is gonna cost me. <laughs> All right. Uh, this week's giveaway. 
It's mm-hmm. got a theme. It's got a theme. Creature from the Black Lagoon as half theme. All right, we got a Creature from the Black Lagoon theme. Our half-scale Devonian fossil from Pestilence Labs. We have this. I said our because I don't know why. I said Expertly our. printed by Scott Johansson. So we have a half-scale Devonian fossil, and then. It reminds me, I got to print some more of those. This one's heavy. From Michael Reagan, we will also be giving away. So you have two chances here to win. His awesome new creature bust that weighs a ton. Dun, dun, dun. To go with those other Cipriano busts, which goes with mm-hmm. our theme. Although it's, it's, it's a lot it's, bigger. It is bigger. Just so everyone knows, it is bigger. And Tony did not sculpt this. Right. Let me give the details. I have them right here. I did have them. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, Jason, I hope you are well, or at least feeling better. I had a couple teeth extracted. It will be a while before they can go out filling the gas, but I know your pain. I know, man. I wish more people knew my pain. No one cares about Anyway, allow me to introduce the green guy. What I am calling the creature bust in one-third scale. What should have been sculpted by Tony, I had to find another artist after Tony said he just didn't have the time to do the project. Luckily, I am good friends with Mr. Jeff Wanickel, who graciously accepted the commission. Jeff did a fantastic job, and I'm glad to see to add this to the lineup. The creature is the biggest so far, and it takes a whopping 54 ounces of resin compared to the 28 needed on the original five. I'm so grateful the kind words uh, from episode 51, and you and Scott discussed the creature. Apologize for the delay. Oh, don't worry about it. I'm going to skip all that. You don't have to apologize for anything. Um, Planning to use it as a giveaway. Thank you, Mike. So, Mike Reagan, if you're interested in getting one of these, if you don't win next week, look up Mike Reagan on the old Facebook and get one for yourself or any of the other busts. Those are there's fantastic. a nameplate that comes with that. Yeah, too. there is a nameplate in here. Oh, yeah, that shows right up. Yeah, it is. Yep. Creature from Black Lagoon. So you get a nameplate, cool bust. So you're in for two things, creature related: Devonian fossil from Pestilence Labs, or from Michael Reagan. The green guy. Okay. Those are our giveaways. And then as a bonus. Wait, what should people, what should people say in uh, the comments in the YouTube comments to win to enter for the creature for the creature or the hand. Well, let's give Paul some unsolicited advertising. Let's say Gilman there. Ah, oh, good. Gilman. Perfect. Okay. And then as a bonus, if you're not interested in Anything creature from the Black Lagoon related. Uh, our, our, one of our bestest friends, Chuck Homoka, gave this to us at Wonderfest. And it's a Batman resin kit. And we're going to go ahead and give this away as well. Let me pull this out so people can see it. Cool little bust. Wow, nice. Yeah, nice little Batman. So for this one, you have to say, I'm Batman in the comments. <laughs> I'm right. Batman. I'm yeah. Batman. I'm Batman. If you want in for both. If you want in for both. I'm Gilman and I'm Batman. There I'm, you go. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Paul Gil, you can't say I'm Gilman, so too bad. No. He's... Awesome. Yeah, he can go for both. Yeah. So Gilman and Batman. Yep. All right. That's a manly episode. episode. And that episode's going to come out two days before the cookout. So... Man, it's going to be here before we know it. All right. Whew, that was a lot of just nuts and bolts here in the beginning. 
News and reviews. Cook allocation. We already did that. We already talked about Discord. So on to official news and reviews. What do we have here? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, and I think this is... Uh... Boy, if I screw this up, I'll be in trouble. I think this is Gilbert. I, I think this is... Um... Oh, yeah, because I always catch the catch the heat from, from the Paul Gil for screwing something up. Uh, so, yes, Scott, what is the name of this kit? <laughs> Just shut up. Hold on. So this is a Gilbert. I was right. Okay. This is the first in a series of a whole new line of quarter-scale busts from the 1987 classic Predator. Um... They're starting with Dutch. They plan to do the entire troop, finishing the line with the big badass Yajua himself. Okay. So stay tuned for further details. And there's also, because I just saw this. So we'll put pictures up here. Um, there's a base that's going to go with this to hold them all, I guess. I really uh, like, man, they've been killing it the last couple. And, uh, and the digital code that's on here actually says stuff. But um, you know, it says on the website, go to Gilbert Models to, to view this Wait. Uh, base that's going to be out. But uh, they did it. So if you remember there, you can see it there. I don't want to share it because it says don't share. So I don't want to share just yet. But you see the base? I did. That's cool. So the first release here is Dutch. And... Uh, Oh, wait, by no, Jeff Yeager. The first was the uh, uh, Judge Dredd, Dutch. wasn't it? Dutch. Oh, well, Dredd. The first in the Predator series. Okay, I'm sorry. first in the series. This would it look cool Dutch. covered in mud. Like, to be... Oh, this is a great idea. I'm excited about this. So, Gilbert. Check out Gilbert over on Facebook. Check them out. Gotta relearn our button system now that it's changed. Awesome work, guys. And then we have from Jesse Garcia and Garage Kits US. What do we got here, Scott? This is the next um, in the Nightmare, Halloween Nightmare, uh, B-movie grouping. And this is... Oh, crap, what did they call it? Uh, well, our brains aren't working today, everybody. Please. Grand, please Grand Theft Saucer, I think. Okay. All right. GTS. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, it's the, and I, I hope I'm wrong, Jesse. I'm sorry. But anyway, it's sculpted by Sean Kyle, who also did the uh, earlier piece we showed with the Mole Man and the Kid in the Thor outfit. So um, this is, uh, and, and there's going to be, I think this is going to be integrated into one of the bases as well. Okay. You know, with the, yeah. You know, so um, and I asked Jesse, what are you going to do for that um, dome? You know, because, mm -hmm. you know, that'd be a bitch to uh, 3D print or anything. And what he's telling me is these are ornaments that you put oh, stuff uh, in. Yep. So um, they come in halves like, oh. and you take them. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, and you take them in half and you put stuff in. So anyway, um, so that, that'll be coming next in that line. And then we also have some updated photos of the Millicent Patrick tribute kit. My garage kit us uh i think he calls it million gilly and i think this is the final render of the face and as you can see the eyes are open now 
as opposed to the previous renders. And there's also, uh, I've got some photos here of the base, which it'll be really interesting to see how that's all going to get cast. Because, you know, I always look at everything from a casting standpoint. Uh-huh. And if you go down, uh, there's another shot. There's like little wing nuts, you know, on the on the drawing board yeah. for the height. So um, it'll be interesting to see how those uh, come out and get in cast. Those are pretty cool. And then this little print here, this is going to be either a decal or something to go on the drawing board. Because this is kind of what's on the drawing board on some of the uh, uh, photos that you see. You I know, like that. As a decal, that I think it would look cool. Yeah. So um, that's coming along. That's uh, And that's going to be quarter scale. If I didn't mention that last time, that's going to be quarter scale. So. Okay. I saw also this. by Sean Kyle. So, all right. What'd you see? I saw this a couple days ago and it was on, I think I saw it a few places. I think I saw it on Resident Maniacs, but this is Vengeance Studios. They have a Patreon and I'll put that link up down below. But this is Last of the Mohicans. This is like, if they could do all the characters from that, I would just be delighted. Uh, I love this film and I don't think it gets enough love in the garage kit world. And there's a lot to pull from there too. So. This is looking pretty cool. It looks just like Daniel Day Lewis. It's a great. Is this going to be a kit or an STL? Yeah, it's an STL. I why? Well, he said, "Who wants a kit?" So I think you might be able to order the kits, but on Patreon, I'm pretty sure you can just get the uh, the files and do it yourself. Um, okay. So we'll I'll check into it more, but just heads up, head over to Vengeance Studios on Patreon and check it out for yourself. But I think. I was excited to see this because I thought this should have been out a long time ago. I, it's a great movie if no one's seen it. I've never seen it. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> but I'm familiar enough to know it's really a nice likeness. Yeah, that's it's really good. I hope they do ever like I really want Magua, the, the, the Native American in there. Oh my god, that'd be cool. All right. We have a Bruce Lee. What is this? This this is Coming, I believe, from Killer Kids, Dave Nicholson, sculpted okay. by Steve Thompson. I just came across this today when I was looking for stuff. Um, so it's, of course, Bruce Lee from Enter the Dragon. And I love the way the dragon wraps around the base and the tail goes up his back. Um, you yeah. know, so I just thought that was kind of cool. So I'll throw that out there. Shout out to Dave Nicholson, uh, who'll be producing that. Oh, and I'm glad you found this other one because I saw it and I totally forgot. Yeah, and this is also a Sean Kyle, and I don't know if this is who if he's doing this for someone else or himself, but this is Harry Dean Stanton from as Brent from the 1979 movie Alien. Yeah, that's a great likeness. That uh, <laughs> is a good likeness, and again, and this will go into you know when we talk to Tony a little bit. For those that say you can't get a good likeness digitally sculpting something, pretty sure this is digitally sculpted. And that's a hell of a likeness. So, um, yeah, I don't remember. Alien was not my favorite of the group, but so I don't remember all the characters, but I've seen this actor in other things too. And it's like, wow, that's, that's yeah. nice. So, yeah, very cool. And last, of course, and then we have our least, well winner update, our well winner update. So this, um, dastardly and Mutley, which we showed, Last week, I believe. Yes. Right? Yep. Okay. That is now up on CG Trader. 
So right now, you can buy this whole diorama. All four planes, the pigeon, the mountain, okay? And the mountain's cut up, so hopefully it'll fit on a printer, okay? <laughs> now, this is, this is until September 31st. You can buy this whole STL for $60, okay? Now, keep in mind, he sells the planes for $30 a piece and, and the pigeon for, what's he sell the pigeon for? I'm looking. Bear with me. Yes, so the planes are $30 a piece. So that would be 120 and the pigeon is 20 That would be 140 okay? Yeah, He's offering you the whole thing for $60, okay? I think I'm going to jump on that. Um, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Okay. And the best of my knowledge, it's the same files. So they're just, you know, and like I say, you got till September 31st. Uh, someone wants me to print this for them. I do not. I would have to work up a price, but it wouldn't be cheap because you'd have to buy that file for 60 and that's a lot of resin and a lot of time. So yep. But we'll yeah, do depending it. on the size. Well, I mean, we'll we could game it out and see. Yeah. So, and then also from well, uh, we have, and every so often I forget about a Hanna Barbera cartoon that I'm like, hey, he's got to be running out. Okay. And uh, whips one out. <laughs> and there's a Snooper and Blabber. And there's the parts breakdown. He shows whiskers. I don't know if the whiskers will be in the actual file because I mean, we have talked. Whiskers are a pain in the ass to print. Okay. And if you make them big enough to print, they don't look real. So I'm not sure if the whiskers are part of the file or not. I'd honestly have to go look at it. I do have the file, but um, so that is now available. I believe that was $38 on his CG trader. So, and he still has his Patreon going. And uh, all his other 111 models on CG Trader. Uh, he's getting quite a following. I can tell you that. He's, yeah, he's, he's a lot of people are, uh, you know, I've sent quite a few people his way, and I'm glad. Keep supporting him because he's a good guy. Yep. So. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Well don't done well. This. Well done well, and don't forget this well when it, you know. <laughs> when he gets a job. It's time Scott the yeah, invoice. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So uh, there you have it. So that's our news and review. It's a, it's been a uh, fast couple weeks here, so we haven't had a lot of time. Uh, workbench. Scott, you build anything? Well, we no, can both I talk printed, about. Yeah, I printed print? a uh, bracket for my ice maker that broke. <laughs> That's a, that is the beauty of FDM printing. All of the hardware stuff you can print. It's, I love it. I was love a crapshoot that this thing was on there. And it was it was virtually the same exact as the piece. And I actually had ordered, I just ordered the piece. So I was like, I wonder if it's on Thingiverse just for the hell of it. And there was. Um, the hole was in a little different place. So they must have a few variations of this. So I had to take my pin vise and drill a hole. But Hey, the ice maker is fixed. It works. So, cool. There you go. Uh, we both, your Jupiter came, now mine has come. Our Elego Jupiters. So 
Have you printed yet? This close. Okay. I I, I distilled um, alcohol yesterday, which basically cleans the denatured alcohol uh, crystal clear again. And so I'll be getting my wash station back up and my pre-wash ready to go. And then it's print time again. So got a couple guys I'm printing for. They're being very patient. And I appreciate that. Um, however, I don't have their money. I don't take money till their stuff's ready, but there are three guys waiting. So I got to get yeah, busy. I, I print faster than Scott guys. Just let you know. And it shows too in the quality. <laughs> uh i have to that thing's heavy man you you were right it was it, a oh it's a monster so it's i had to re- I, I had to do some minor construction in here to uh you can't see mm-hmm. it it's over there i had to put a two by four up to help support uh the table where it's at and move the saturns and i put up some more skatist stuff so everything's kind of everything was fine when i finished my bench and that bench i felt good and then the jupiter showed up and i'm like damn it i didn't even get a week of like things in order so now everything's in shambles again over there while i rebuild that corner but it's going good uh the only thing i did work on and i was talking to you about it is warhammer terrain I grabbed it. this is one of the two pieces that come in this set and it's like it's like these city ruins and the pieces come apart and you can kind of it's modular so you can kind of mix and match but my problem is here's the the directions right for all this and they're wrong in so many spots they have like the part numbers are labeled wrong the directions tell you to cut pieces off of pieces and then it doesn't say to do it to all like and it tells you to glue them in the wrong places so i was frustrated so this anyone who's building kill team chalmath the directions are wrong so pay attention when you're building have you looked that up to make sure it's not just you it's not just me so on the sprue, on the sprue, well, first things they have it backwards. So it's like 4B, but on the sprue, it's B4. And then on the page, but then there's an F in front of that because it's step F. So it's like, it's like step F, it's, it's like F, B4 instead of F, 4B. But then I'm like, well, I'm looking for four part F or part B. Like it doesn't, it's all messed up. And oh, then, you sunk my battleship. I know. That's what it was. And so then there's like these, the supports have. I don't know if you can see this. There's this row of skulls up here, right? On some mm-hmm. of these support pieces that are underneath. How do I get this in there? On these, you have to cut that row of skulls off. And on some of them, it was saying to leave that row of skulls on there. and But you can't. You can't build it that way. So you have to go and snip them all off. And it was totally wrong. And it was frustrating. And I think the I reason you, it happens is... I hope they you screwed used, it up. <laughs> it probably was me. But they, they use the same parts for different kits. And so I have a feeling the sprues were labeled for something else. And whoever redid the instructions just did it. It sucked. And I was mad. And I sprayed. I got my Skaven team ready. So I've been my little, for, for Blood Bowl that I invited you over to play. I'm doing my Skaven team, which is all Ratmen. And I finally got my, I got them primed. Are those printed or are those bought? These are bought. Oh. Not all of them. I printed out a whole bunch of star players for other teams, but these are all bought Games Workshop ones. Um, I think I'm looking for a good Rat Ogre. 
I don't like this rat ogre. I know you don't know what that means, but he's like the big tough guy of the team. That's really dumb. So they're all primed and ready to go. So that's my workbench. Just uh, same old while we're talking there. about digital stuff real quick. Yeah. I just want to mention the fact that that big Looney Tunes diorama that I had that I printed mm-hmm. way back. One of the first STLs I showed everyone. Or some scumbag on CG Trader took that file and was selling it as his own. So I reported it. CG Trader was awesome because they sent me an update saying, this is what we did. So they sent this personal warning, blah, blah, blah. But a week later, I'm looking. It's out there again. Same seller. Sent it to them again. I said, hey, second time. They send it back to me. They said the account's been suspended and all his models removed. So that's good to know. It, it, it's good to know that CG Trader will at least take some action. It's bad to know that there's somebody out there that really feels the need to make money off somebody else's work. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, we talk, it's I think not we an talk expensive about this file. Bit, yeah. It's, it's not an expensive file. It's a $23 file. And this guy's selling it for $10. It's like, why? <laughs> why? I'll tell you why. Because you're a scumbag. There's a lot of scumbags out there. But it's good to hear that, like, the policing of that, they listen to you and they investigated it. And you find that the fact that you get to find out what happened, you don't usually, yes. that's a step that usually doesn't happen in a lot of those places. No. And as, as a few years of being a union steward and stuff, where we'd have to go against members of management yep, and stuff. <laughs> They'll never tell you what they did to discipline management. They'll never tell you an outcome. It's a personnel issue. Yeah. And it, that's it's what we frustrating. Always, that's what I would always hear on my end of that stuff too. Yep. We can't discuss so, that uh, with you. It's personnel. And uh, so you never really got the satisfaction of so-and-so got in trouble because he was an ass. <laughs> right. But so in this case, so-and-so got in trouble because they were an ass and that's awesome. Awesome. Our guest this episode is Tony Cipriano or Cipriano if we're Italian. Uh, it's his second time appearing on the show. It yeah. could have been his third, but he forgot. Last time. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. Yeah. But, um, and Tony's always an interesting, this is a conversation about a little bit of everything. And Tony's just an interesting guy. Um, he's kind of stuck in 1976, 77 with me. And uh, I think that's why we get along so well. We like so much, so much of the same stuff. It's spooky. But, yeah. uh, Which is like me and Jamie's side. We like, we, we just found out we had the same car, <laughs> like, same favorite band, same car, same, like, wait, crazy. But Tony touches on a bunch of stuff, talks about toy making, working on ornaments for Hallmark, some other stuff we didn't really get into last time. So it's a great interview. Enjoy. Enjoy. Just, whenever you we're guys, just winging it, so uh, yeah, don't worry. We can edit anything. Wasted out. all that good stuff right there, and all that ten minutes of good stuff oh, no, that was not even. Oh no, it's here. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't call it great stuff, but it was it's okay. Stuff, so. All right, buddy. We are here with Tony Cipriano. Thanks, Tony, for coming back. Yeah, uh, last week too. Thanks for coming on the last episode too, Tony. We really appreciated that. Uh, <laughs> but I forgot what what happened. I, God. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly what happened. Exactly what I forgot. <laughs>
if you send me a message at 4 a.m. on Facebook, it's oh, like, it's gone. It was right on my calendar. <laughs> so you're in a new place. What's going since the last time we talked to you? Totally new place. What happened? What you been up to for the last year? Like, yeah, man, it looks you beautiful where you're at. Where are you now? It is. It is. I'm back in Florida. Yay. Um, the free state of Florida. It's a long, ugly story. <laughs> I don't want to bore you. It, it, basically, oh, bore us. We love being bored. Yeah. It was COVID. COVID. I was at Disney, and then I left Disney to go to Universal. And then a, a year into that job, COVID comes around, and they fired, like, everybody. They closed, like, two shops and fired everybody. So I was angry, and I could have stayed here and probably weathered, you know, I had a little money saved. I could have probably freelanced and um, stayed in this, in, in the house. Well, I lived across the street. This is, this is a new house. I moved back to the same street. <laughs> I was so pissed off at Universal that, and I'm still pissed off at Universal, that I just said, screw it. My daughter was up in New York and the kids were kind of like, didn't know what they wanted. They missed their friends. So we moved back to New York. And that's the last time I was on. I was mm-hmm. in a basement. Right, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah. Um, and we lasted eight months. <laughs> we lasted eight <laughs> months. I said, what are we doing? We, I, two feet of snow. As soon as we got there, two feet of snow comes. I remember the, the move talk. How that long were you in Florida from the time you were in New York? How long were you in Florida before going back? Uh, five years. I five was years. down here for about five years. So just... In those five years, how much had New York changed? Uh, quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. It, was, it was not the same. It's, mm-hmm. For me, it was always about the people anyway. It was always like my family. Mm-hmm. I miss my family. And most of them are dead now. So there's nothing <laughs> holding me up there. You, know, the people you had that, nothing to do with that, right? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Italians, you know. Hey. <laughs> family. So. But... Um, yeah, there was, there's nothing up there for me anymore. It, it, everybody's spread out. The ones that are left are kind of spread out. Nobody sees each other. Um, they've all gone completely nuts with politics. And that's kind of how I feel about Chicago. I, like when I left the city for the suburbs, I was like, I'm going back, I'm going back. And then I went back for a little bit and it's, it's not the same. It's just not, you no. can't go back sometimes. To sometimes. Quote Lord of the Rings, you just can't go back sometimes. <laughs> I think that quote came a little bit before those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was born in like 1980 or some shit. Oh, the book, the book, a book, whatever. Who read that fucking snooze fest? Oh, I, you Jesus know what? Christ. I never saw any of those movies and I never read the book. Um, I read the Hobbit. I didn't read the other three books. I tried to read the other three books. Couldn't I couldn't stay awake. No. <laughs> like watching this show. So it's, uh, yeah. you know, it's another thing like that is, uh, Everybody raves about, um, what's the guy's name? The horror writer. Wes Craven? Dean Coots? No, the old guy. Lovecraft? Lovecraft. Lovecraft. Yeah. I, I tried to read Lovecraft, and I was like, what? I love this stuff. I read it a lot. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't get past Poe. I love Edgar Allan Poe, but Lovecraft, I can't, yeah. I can't do it. But, wow. We need more Poe stuff. I can't yeah, we need have more Poe po kids. Yeah, that'd be great. Maybe you should put yours back out, Scott. What's that? Oh, the well, it's not really mine. So that's I was on a consignment deal on that. So which one? uh, The Dennett one. Remember the old Dennett one? Sure. You produced that? Well, I got I I produced a uh, re-release of it. 
So, oh. and I actually you're have you're a recaster. No, it's not a re. Stop it. No, you're I only recast that Cipriano stuff. So, uh, <laughs> get my hand on those STLs. Are going on CG Trader tomorrow? <laughs> but uh, it's um, it, you know, yeah, I, I had a my buddy ended up living with the original producer who I knew for years. He like taught me how to mold and cast. So I um, he actually gave my buddy the rights to do it and i have the resin masters he's one of these guys that made resin masters yeah of you got like to. where he did but he did half the mold too so all you had to right. do right. yeah all you had to do is like put cardboard or whatever around the square right and pour rubber in it and it was like i'm like there's no way this works because you know you've got the front half of a piece and the back half of a piece yeah. two separate molds and it's man, it worked, man. It, it works like a charm, actually. And um, so I still have those in my garage. But um, when are you going to get back into uh, producing again? Um, Good question. I'd like to know too. That's a great question. You know, we're interviewing you, Tony, not me, for crying out loud. <laughs> we should interview Scott about his like, but, where's um, the big galuna? Where's that thing at? Huh? That was yeah. you, too? I didn't know that was you. I thought that well, was Dice Man. Oh, yeah. That was Dice Man, but I have permission to re release that. I mean, I still have to give him some money. You know, so it's it's part of the deal. You know, it's kind of a joint thing. But I have to have somebody mold it because I've never made a big shell mold before like that. And then once I get the mold, I'm I'll cast them. But cool. it's uh, hopefully by Wonderfest next year. I've you made a shell mold. I'll come do it. You're an idiot. I don't want you touching my shit. Okay, Felix and Oscar, dude. He touched my computer one time. It was like four hours getting it back to normal. I said, "Don't ever touch my computer again." Okay. You guys use Macintosh or, or PC? I'm no, PC. PC. Yeah. PC. PC. Both of you are PC? I am PC Both. as well. Yeah. And we found out yesterday in our Discord chat that Scott doesn't even have his wired in through an Ethernet when we're doing all this video stuff. It's Ethernet, you morons. Ethernet. Yeah, it's Ethernet. It's like bi-weekly Ethernet. <laughs> it's bi bi-monthly Ethernet, yeah. So Ethernet. I don't have I'm not hooked up to the Ethernet either. You're I'm fine. Not. It's Scott. So am I. He, just, he just likes to bitch. Okay. I need more light. You can't see as much of my pretty face as you Oh, God. Be. No, no. There you go. There we Look go. at that. There we go. And my son just helped me put up these, these freaking LED things around the. Oh, wow. look like a high school kid on their Zoom, Zoom, Zoom yeah, class. Woo! There. <laughs> so, uh, so are you working are, for someone specific down there now, or did you just, you're just still freelancing everyone everywhere? Um, both. I'm freelancing as much as I can for like uh, Hallmark and you know, a lot of Christmas ornaments and stuff, but I'm full-time right now with NECA, NECA toys. Okay. Which is fantastic. They, when I was up in New York, uh, I was freelancing and I, I was freelancing for NECA. And I said, you guys uh, hire in, in-house sculptors. And the guy said, yeah, man, we will, we could, we could do that. Um, I said, but I'm not moving to New Jersey because I just went through a, a crazy move and i'm not moving again <laughs> and i can't commute from long the tip of long island to new jersey it was like you know three hours or two hours and he goes no no we we have sculptors all over the country and we have art directors all over the country you can work from home now and i said forever and he goes yeah man work from home and i said i'll take it so that's um, great can we talk yeah, about that for a minute like the let's start with the the ornaments for hallmark like, so Christmas is coming up this Christmas coming up. When do you start on those? Like, when do they give you the designs? Like how far in advance? And then how long do you usually have 
to work on an ornament for like the next season? Um, they're pretty good about it. They're, they're way out, way ahead. I've done ornaments six months ago that are not coming out until, you know, okay. next, the following Christmas. So they're good about giving you a lot of lead time. And their deadlines are pretty good too. Um, Hallmark is, is good. And it's, it's not a conflict of interest with NECA either because NECA is doing action figures. So they don't care if I'm doing, you know, little Christmas mm-hmm. ornaments doing that type of stuff and every once in a while i'll get a disney job or a universal uh freelance job and that's not a conflict either because it's theme park work it's like statues for the theme park or something like that so i take as much of that on i still have this like freelance mentality where i gotta take every job or or you know i start to shake (laughs) (laughs) i did it for 20 years Like, oh, if I don't do it, I'll never get it again. I know. And it was was scary, man. Freelance was very scary. So I'm happy to be like full time finally Mm -hmm. again. Um, So we just saw you did uh, um, some Monsters piece from the new Rob Zombie. Yeah, that was NECA. That was all NECA. That was NECA. And I remember that Turtles stuff you showed was really cool. That's NECA. They have the Turtle license and they have the Universal Monster license. So they did like a mashup. So, so how far in advance, maybe you're going to ask the same question. Go ahead, Scott. Well, no, what I was going to ask is the difference in, I mean, obviously sculpting an ornament is usually just a one-piece sculpt. You don't have to break it up into pieces. You do a garage kit or something for yourself, you break it up into pieces. Yep. So when you break in a, when you do a toy, do you have to do the toy with the design in mind? Like, do they say you got to do certain joints here. So like maybe it even screws up your normal anatomy that you would normally do. Yeah. You yeah, know. definitely. Yeah. I keep, well, that's another beautiful thing about the toy work is you do a T pose. You just do like a, a, a standing T pose mm-hmm. and it's all symmetry and you just basically have to sculpt one side and the computer does the other half. Um, but yes, you're supposed to, I'm supposed to be cutting it apart into components and putting the ball joints in the neck and the arms and mm-hmm. the hinge joints and the elbows and the knees. But I'm not really that up to speed yet with the, the joints. So they have a guy in-house, uh, a great sculptor. I just give him the T-pose in, in one piece. I cut it up, you know. They mm-hmm. have a joint guy specific? A joint, a joint guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah a joint guy, yeah. Yeah, I used to have a joint called guy. the articulator. <laughs> I think it was different. Yeah, but he does all the articulation for me, which is fantastic. But I have to—I have a whole bunch of tutorials. Um, a friend just sent me, so on on cutting joints into action figures. It's like a science. It's like a, it's like yeah. another skill set. You know, it's like mold making, and not everybody makes good molds. You know. Yeah, so know. articulation is like a whole nother mindset. You know, you got to make sure that the elbow doesn't, you got to put like a little block there so the elbow doesn't overextend. So <laughs> I got to get up to speed on that. Uh, what, how far, so take the Munsters toys that you just did for the new movie coming out, new TV show, movie? Yeah, movie. Movie. How far, how long ago did you see those pictures? Um, yeah. Can you talk well, about that? Yeah, yeah, okay. quite a while ago. I was up in New York when I was doing that. I think when I was on your show last time, that's what I was working on. Um, but I couldn't say anything because right. 
you sign, you have to sign all these NDAs and non-disclosures. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't show anything at that point. So I had those, a lot of reference and I was just like, you know, it looked okay. It looked, I didn't see the trailers yet, but it looked okay. Uh, I still don't know why they gave grandpa that handlebar mustache. Cause everything else is pretty much the house is like the house is dead on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what was the question? (laughs) Like how is it hard to keep that secret? Like knowing, um, like, no, okay, Grandpa's right. got a mustache. No. Hey, I know as long Grandpa's as got a mustache. Money, he don't care. He, yeah, no, exactly. exactly. <laughs> hey, he's Italian. You can buy the secret. You can buy the secret. The money's there. You just buy the secret. So. I, I I see all these people arguing online about all this crap, and even when I was at Universal, every it's pretty much announced already that they're making four new theme parks, right? But they didn't. I don't. Th- I don't know if they have announced it or if they haven't. But, they have now. No, I, I think I saw something recently somewhere that yeah, was it's all over there. the internet with what yeah. they're doing. But I what don't are know they doing? I missed it. it. Um, if you look on YouTube, you'll see there's four new lands, a big theme park with four new lands, and each land has its own theme. And I was bursting. I, you know, I'm, I'm one of them. I was pretty excited about the other. The other three, I didn't really care about, but. Uh, I don't know if they announced it yet. Okay, so I, we won't say. All right, all right. I'm not even an employee anymore, yeah. but I'm still freelancing for them, so I don't want to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, but, I, I've yeah, seen. It's some, not hard. I've it's seen some hard. online stuff that. Um, you know, we'll talk when Tony's gone. So he it's right it's, up your alley. Yeah, it's all out there. It's all out yeah. there. Yeah. So. That's cool. If it's what I but, think yeah. it is, that sounds pretty cool. It's not well. Wait till you see it. All right. Yeah. And I, and I won't, I, we won't shit on the monsters trailer again. Cause we already did, but uh, Wait, did, you? did you? Oh yeah, we did. Oh yeah. It was a long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a long, you know, but Is it, do you hate sculpting things you don't like? I, I, I no, not really. If they're as paying, long as the money's right. Like it yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, I, I hate the way that sounds, but yeah. I mean, I was, I was, you're probably a, a turtle generation I, yeah i do right you, you yep. grew up with the ninja turtles i, did. I was already i had married with kids my, i think my kids even were too well see i'm in a weird spot like my when i think of ninja turtles i think of the comic where they all have the same color headband they all have the <laughs> red the, the cartoon came out when i was right. in like junior high high school like so i'm more like the old school where they still swore and it looked like i, I like that turtles okay yeah there's been several incarnations right i'm not yeah oh there's a yeah there's so many it just keeps going but it doesn't matter once they give me the reference yeah i just want to match the reference i don't Mm -hmm. it doesn't you don't have to be like a super fan but it does help if if i'm sculpting frankenstein i put you know a lot more of my yeah heart into it you know if it's something i love like king kong i could sculpt all day for zeta stuff i could sculpt all day and never get sick of it Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, NECA, how many right. sculptors does NECA employ? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think they have, they a keep bunch you guys of... all separate. You're not allowed to talk to each other. No, they have a studio. They have a big okay. studio in New Jersey. And I think they have a couple up there. Um, but I think we're spread out. There's, I think there's even a guy in England and a guy in France, maybe. Um, and a bunch of freelancers. 
Cool. It's a good company. NECA is great. They're, they're like, they do things correctly, you know, and they leave you alone. They're not, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I can work from home. He's like, yeah, man, no problem. <laughs> I was like, well, what do, what do we have Zoom meetings every morning? And he's like, no, no, just give me an action figure every, you know, couple of weeks and I'm happy. I was like, <laughs> you that's what, that's what I was going to ask you. Cause I know you and I, you know, I, I, people probably don't believe this, but Tony and I are friends off, outside of here a little bit and talk online. All Tony the time. would have a different answer, I think. So, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but um, whatever, you know. And Tony's also we're Tony's three D print support group. Um, <laughs> although he thinks he's an expert now because he changed like three FEP. <laughs> but um, I love three D printing. But you've talked about over the years a lot of the art directors you've dealt with that make you want to like pull your hair out <laughs> it sounds like NECA is a little more lenient than the others for you they're cool um, they're, believe it yeah. or not they're 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 cool guys they're not like you know they're and they're and they have art backgrounds which is a, a surprise yeah <laughs> i've run into some art directors that are like how right. did you get into this job man <laughs> well yeah a lot of garage kid producers think they're art directors too. Let me tell you, it, it's, yes. uh, <laughs> yes. without naming names, we'll go into, there's a lot of garage kid producers that think they're art directors yeah. and, uh, you know, they just don't get it. <laughs> so, yeah. You said they, so do you have like a no compete? Like, are there certain companies you can't go work for or certain projects you can't do since you're an in-house sculptor for them? Probably they would probably not like it if I started working for McFarland or right, you know, okay. an action figure company. Um, but I got enough on my plate that I don't need to, I don't need to, you know, do, do, do that. Um, and they keep me jumping. I'm, I've got three projects for them right now that are, that are due. Um, so I'll be up all night again. <clears throat> <laughs> but That's it's fun. So, so it's this fun. is my question. And, and this goes for anybody that works, does anything at home. It's a discipline, man, that you got to discipline yourself, like put in your eight hours. Like you have the freedom. You can walk out and take your dogs for a walk, but it, it's, it's still, you got to come back to it. You, you know, and yeah, maybe you can blow a day off here and there, but you end up paying for it. If you got a deadline. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a little bit better now because, um, NECA is really cool. Uh, they, you know, the deadlines are not crazy. They, they leave me alone. They don't, they're not breathing down my neck. And I get, a, I have a paycheck, you know, every bi-weekly or bi-monthly. <laughs> I don't have to freak out over don't it. Start. Don't start. But, um, it, yeah, when I was just a freelancer, it, forget it, eight hours a day. You're crazy. It, I work. Last night I I started in the afternoon and I didn't stop till six in the morning. Um, I usually typically work, you know, fifteen hours and just grab a couple of hours sleep, walk the dogs a couple of times, and that's it. That's my life. But that's okay because I don't like people anyway. I don't I don't go I don't go out. Yeah, this is a stretch. This is a stretch. <laughs> but, Oh man, that's a stretch. I'm serious. talking to us. Talking yeah. to us is a stretch in oh, person. Oh yeah, yeah. like we 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 talk online quite a bit, but talking to us in person is like a stretch. Yeah, well, that's the beauty but, of, uh, of social media. You don't have to. And uh, yeah, I, I shut I, it I totally off. And, and what's funny too is about you know you've been able to work at home. Every once in a while, Tony will get off on a tangent, and like all of a sudden he'll send me a 
picture of something he did. Yeah, hey, look, I did this in three hours because I pissed him off about something. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I did this in three hours. And, uh, you know, then it goes into the, the hard drive that we were just talking about. They go there to die. And to die. <laughs> it, it's where STLs go you to die. You make your hard drive look like a giant tombstone. Yeah, man, that's good. That's a good idea. Make a shape. That's a good idea. Tony's too. Yeah, they're all mine. They're mine. No, I'm not hoarding them. I'm really not. I want them out there, but it's. I'm still not convinced. It's very scary. It's very scary. No, and I don't blame you. And I've I've caught the same guy selling the same file twice on CG Trader, which is a legit place. Okay. Yeah. And now the good thing is, I reported it. They sent the guy a warning. The second time I reported it, they 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 told me they got rid of his account, and that's great. But that's, he's he still did it. That's that's the thing that it's like. He, but it kind of backs up okay. what I said. Is like if you have an audience, they're going to police that for you. Like you policed for yeah, that guy. to a like, point. To a point, you will. Like when you have a big enough fan base, they're going to be like, "Dude, this guy's ripping you off," and they're going to mm-hmm. go and turn him in. You just got to make but sure you'll you never get them all. Kind of, it's like you recasters. You you'll never get them all. It, it, it's. So yeah, it's a tough. I I see both sides of it. I really do. It is recast. It's just like recasting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. but it's worse. I think it's scarier than recasting because a recaster in the old days had to buy silicone and you had to buy resin and you had to go in his garage and you had to do all the work. Now you don't even have to do the work. You just right apply copy the file. and paste, <laughs> upload. Yeah, right. It's yeah. crazy. Well, and like you, you and I have discussed too. They can take like, and I don't know if people can see it, but there's an awesome Iron Man sitting behind Tony there that he did, and a Space Ghost and a Mitor. Uh, yeah. Is it Mitor or is that? Yeah, that's yeah, Mitor. That's Mitor. I, I haven't so, um, Hercules, Herculoids yet. Yeah, and um, so there's um, there's the Iron Man, and it's awesome. And the bad thing is, if, if Tony put that file out there, okay, basically someone that's good with ZBrush or whatever could grab that thing and modify it yeah and you know it's basically a uh crap what do you call them because you asset. said asset. asset yeah digital assets yeah and, and tony was telling me about there's like when you work for disney and some of these companies there's they have these assets that you start out and yep. and what and then you just you can m- move them and do what you want with them right modify yeah, them. they'll they'll give you for disney has a library you know, of hundreds of almost all their characters. And I'm sure Marvel has all their characters and Star Wars has all their characters already sculpted in in a T-pose or an A-pose, whatever, Mm -hmm. just, you know, symmetrical. And what they do is they give those to their license, licensees, licensors, and like Hallmark, like Hallmark, if they give me a job to sculpt Mickey Mouse, they'll give me a Mickey Mouse file or like this in a T-pose. And all I got to do is pose it. Sometimes, you know, they, if it's like an obscure character, they, they won't have it. And I'll have to do it from scratch. I'll have to sculpt it right from the ground up. But um, what these guys, what I'm sure people are buying, uh, how do you pronounce you, Well's name? What, well, well, just like that. Well. Like Well? Well, yeah, I'm sure people are buying this this guy's files and changing the pose and putting out their own mm-hmm. kit. You know, it's it's creepy. It's creepy. You know, you're yeah. selling like a your mold. It's like giving the mold to somebody. You know, it's just I'm not convinced yet. 
I don't yeah. think. So though, when you get an asset, so they send you a Mickey Mouse asset. Um, it's a standard Mickey Mouse. So if they say, "Look, we want Mickey Mouse in a Santa Claus thing," right. do right. you have you then add the clothing and and yeah. and all that you pose it and then add the clothing, or what's your process? Yeah, you put the, something I'll, like that. I'll sculpt the clothing on the the naked Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. That's and hot. <laughs> You're a sick man. He is. There's something wrong with him. Wait, doesn't he not wear? No, it's Donald that doesn't wear pants. Right. Yeah, you put the costume on. I just, I just did that recently. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they gave me actually Rocket, Raccoon, and Groot, and they were just in T poses. And it was for a Christmas ornament, so I had to put a hat on Rocket, Raccoon, and a string of lights. I had to sculpt around Groot. Blah blah blah. And just repose it, so that it's good for a sculptor. I mean, you're you're getting paid mm-hmm. same money as if you're sculpt, sculpting it from the ground up. Well, I was just going to ask you that. So, if even if they give you the asset, it, do they try to pay you less, or it's like you said, it's the same not money? Legit, no, not a not a legit company like like Hallmark, yeah, Hallmark or something. Professional. Okay. Do they ask for it back? Like, do they? No, make, they how do they, like how do they know you're going to give it back? Not you know, it's a file. It's a yeah. it's, it's a STL. I I just keep it mm-hmm. in my in my library. Okay. Right. I mean, I've sculpted Stitch from Lilo and Stitch like four times already for Hallmark. So well, I just keep. I think what I'm getting you at, need an yeah. asset. I said no. I already have it. You gave it to me. Like, is there a way to tr- like? Let's say you're just you were a jerk, and you're like, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna send these out. Oh, we're just saying like, that now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're you're worried about people doing to you if you put your files out there. How is Hallmark guarding against you doing that? They're not. They're, okay. That's the problem. And even, you know, they're, they're out there. I'm sure they're out there. They're all over the place because every mm-hmm. freelancer gets, them. gets the asset. Yeah. Right. Um, Disney, you know, gives me an asset when I'm from their own library. And you're not supposed to. You're not, you're not going right. to give it away to people. You're not going to put it on CG Trader. God forbid they'll, they'll kill you. They'll never yeah, Mickey work shows you. up at your door. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, there are, what are you doing? We got you, Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I got a story about that. Okay. <laughs> oh, Mickey showing up at your house in the middle of the no, night. Get out here right now. <laughs> very quickly, very quickly. When you Go. work for Disney, you have to do this thing called uh, traditions. It's called traditions. Basically, it's orientation. You got to yeah. do two weeks of orientation. But Disney calls it traditions. So you got to sit in this conference room for like. Uh, Disney was two days, I think. Um, Universal was two or three days, but Universal was, you know, you're just watching videos and you're listening to speakers and, and it's boring shit. Disney has fucking Mickey Mouse do it. It's, it's, <laughs> and the people in the room, dude, I'm not kidding. Well, you know, it's people giving the lectures and stuff, but Mickey comes in and runs around the room and hands out pins and shit. And you're like, dude, I'm, I mean, I'm sitting there with like, other 60 year old men who are, who are you know going to be like so janitors weird. and stuff like that and people who are going to work the rides and people are going to work the concessions and i'm sitting at the table and everybody's looking at each other like how old are we you know <laughs> hey should i have brought my kids <laughs> i know and it, but you know you got like a couple of 18 year old kids there that are excited about it like oh mickey's here Ooh, i want a pin i want a pin i want a hat and the grizzled old guys are like, shut the fuck up. I know. <laughs> I was just like, oh, this is so embarrassing. It was humiliating. And then he's running over to you and shakes your hand. Hey, boys and girls, congratulations. 
Where are you going to work? You're an employee now. We You're now you. an indentured servant. Yeah. Uh, us. Anyway, well, we, what were we talking funny. about? Oh, the, assets. Oh, so the assets, assets. Yeah. So how they protect them. So it's. Um, and that's another thing about sculpting digitally as opposed to sculpting in clay. Once you have a library, I have a library now. I'll never sculpt a fist ever again. I'll never sculpt an open hand ever again. I'll never sculpt an ear ever again. I just go in my library. I need, I need a fist for Captain America. I just plug it in. You know, it's like it saves me hours. Scott's thinking. He's thinking. Jason about needs fists. a fist for something. something. My pumpkin is here. He wants to get his yeah. giant latex fist cast. Hey, Tony, oh. can you send me that fist STL? I got an idea for my Jupiter. He so went um, he went there. He went there. That's dead. You ever see those things? I'm like, man, how do they? Tony, if you just no, saw some of the photos he showed us last night. Hey, 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 okay, hey, hey. Um, of his, uh, what do we call it? Your traveling we're bonding not, yeah, we're show? Not about that. We're not yeah, yeah, oh. whatever. Yo, you talk about a freakazoid. <laughs> so we know you you had the first class was out when we did the um the last uh episode. And since then you've put out another class, um, sculpting monsters and stuff like that. Those still going, they're those they're still out there at a really yeah, reasonable they were just price. On sale again, right? Yeah, the he puts them on sale every one, couple of weeks and um I think the monsters, no, the, the first one, the beginner one was five bucks. It's like 12 hours of content, but he's got a great business model. His business model is sell, sell them really cheap and sell a ton of them. And mm -hmm. he's, he gets orders from all over the world and he's marketing, like he's targeting like students, like college students mm -hmm. and art, art students, people who want to learn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and his hook is, um, all the instructors are former Disney animators and, you know, it, the background painters from Disney, you, you don't get much better than that. And you can learn how to make background paintings from Disney background paint for like five bucks. You can't beat it. So mm -hmm. he's really doing well. The courses are selling great. But you know what he told me? The, the clay sculpture class that I did, it doesn't sell as well as the ZBrush class. So that tells you right there, everybody's what, yeah, where everybody's going digital now, and nobody cares anymore about clay, <laughs> which is sad. And even and yeah. painting, like oil paint, you know, mm -hmm. the digital classes outsell the traditional classes. Yeah, right. So we would call you probably at this point a fringe garage kit guy, you know, because you're mostly doing what you have to do for a living, but you still come back to it, you know. Even though you hate us all, you you come back to it, and uh, <laughs> not all, not all, not all of them, most, but most, but um, <laughs> you know, so, but now, and I and I had this conversation again with somebody yesterday that there's so many guys out there just holding out, saying, you know, no clay sculpture is still the way to go, and 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 you can't get. An exact likeness with clay sculpture and you can't and one guy finally said he says it depends how much time the sculptor puts into it as to what your end result's going to be true that, that's that's true and so but, we've seen a lot of digital sculpts that are really right on likenesses of and, course. you know 
but it something like that takes a lot more time than like a cartoon kid or something. Yeah, it, yeah, it, sure. You know. But I keep hearing the one that drives me up the wall. I have a, a, a business sculpture page on Facebook where I just put sculptures, not my personal page. Mm. And um, when I put a, a clay sculpture up, it gets like so many more views and, and likes than a digital sculpture. And mm. every once in a while, you have somebody comment and say, you know, clay is, is 10 times better than digital. Digital looks fake. Digital looks this, this. That's just me. That's just my inability to make it look real. There are digital guys that can do hyper-realism, if that's what you want. Yeah. Like, fan- unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And the, the comment that drives me nuts that everybody keeps saying is, um, it's just another tool. It's, if you make your living as a sculptor, it's not just another, another tool. It's a game changer. It's, it changed everything. It's like... Um, it changed everything. Y- yeah, you can, if you're doing a portrait, you can do a digital portrait or a clay portrait. If you're a really good clay sculptor, you could do a clay portrait and get all the skin pores and all the detail that you could get in a digital sculpture. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing a sculpture of Spider-Man, you know all that crap he's got, or Superman with all that little mm-hmm. uh, texture they got on their costumes now, how the hell are you going to sculpt that in wax or in clay? You'd be there for years. At, at this scale, forget right. it. You yeah. can't. You can't do it. So there are things that you, but with ZBrush, you, you have a, a little alpha, a little texture map, and you slap it right on there, and it populates all over the costume in a second. And it's perfect. It's like crisp. You've seen all those mm-hmm. um, STLs mm-hmm. with all that crap all over the costume. Yep. Yep. Can't do that. There are things that you can do that you can't do in wax or clay. Of course, he also knows how that drives me crazy too, because I'm such a traditionalist like yeah, myself. It's like, like your Iron Man there. I, I don't want hyper realism. I want it to look like it popped out of the comic. Me too. And you know, and and it's it's so frustrating because you still, you go on these STL places and nobody's sculpting that. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're all sculpted in this ultra realistic or movie related. And I'm not knocking that stuff. Some of it's really nice, but yep. you know, and of course my biggest pet peeve, the Superman logo that sticks out of the chest about <laughs> an inch, you know, um, I, I'm with you, man. That, that's, that's why Randy was so successful. Randy Bowen was so successful. Yep. He did the comic versions. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that was many, many years ago and there, there wasn't, much ZBrush back then. Um, but I don't think he would have done even, I don't think there was some, there was some guys doing digital stuff. Joe Mena was doing like some digital stuff for him, but he was still trying to do John Buscema. He wasn't trying to do like all that texture shit. Right. They were still trying. And, and I remember when it first came <clears throat> and when Bowen did a, started to do some digital sculpts, I will say at that point, you could tell the digital sculpt from the traditional clay sculpt because it was all new. Yeah. Okay. It was all, I'm sure if you looked at your earlier digital sculpts to your digital sculpts, now you'd say, wow, boy, I progressed. And the technology and the programs and everything have progressed at this point. Yeah. So um, it's to, to watch it progress. And, you know, you've, you've said to me, you know, I don't know that I'll ever sculpt anything in clay again. You know, because mm, it's just probably you know, not, not for a job. 
for my yeah. own pleasure, maybe, but not for a, mm-hmm. a job. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And what people don't realize when you show those clay skulls, those are old skulls. Those aren't stuff you're doing now, basically. <laughs> those are stuff that you have photos of that you've had. But you it know. goes back to what you were saying before. Most companies don't want it in clay, right? Like if if you showed up with an action no. figure in wax, they'd be like, get out of here. We need it digital. Like you um, can't do I, it NEC anymore. is still doing some stuff. There's still in, some, okay. In wax. I think maybe just portraits, probably. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are guys like Trevor Grove, who, you know, he's a genius with wax. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if he's made the, the leap yet, but he, he doesn't have to. There are guys like Kent Melton. You know, Scott probably knows Kent Melton. Yeah, I know who Kent is. Yeah. Uh, the guy is, he's probably the best cartoon sculptor ever um, that I've ever seen. And I don't think he's made the leap yet. He does, I, I think the last I heard he was doing puppets for Leica, you know, the Corpse Bride, that, that mm-hmm. studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but some guys can still make a living, but I, I can't. I, I was yeah. really scratching out a living when, when there was no ZBrush. <clears throat> so not to ask a personal question. Are you doing better with digital than you ever did with clay? Oh, yeah. Okay. Busier. Busier for sure, because you could crank mm-hmm. stuff out much quicker. You know, those sideshow pieces, those old 18-inch premium format things, right. it would take months, literally months. If you look at, like, uh, I did a Vampirella with these bats, and it was like 20 little bats. Yeah, I remember that one. That was a beautiful piece. But Oh, my God, but the bats took me, like, Six months, just, you know, I was trying to make molds and pour wax and pour copies of the same bat. And, and Red Sonia had this chain mail on her, her boobs. And I had to take a hole punch and a sheet of styrene and punch out little circles of styrene, like uh, 200 of them, and glue them with crazy glue yeah. onto our boobs. It took months. And then you would get revisions back from the, from the licensor or from Sideshow. And I'd be like, uh, let's change the pose. Let's put the weight on the other leg. What, what the hell? That's like <laughs> a retail. That's like yes. square one, you know? Mm-hmm. And with ZBrush, yeah. you just go back to a previous version and, and there you go. So, so was that was also, also too, too monotonous work at that point? Like you said, 200 of these chain mail things to where yeah. you can go out there and say, I really don't want to do this today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like <laughs> you do two or three rows and say, all right, I'm fucking done. This is, yeah. this is, you know, where now, like you say, you, you're sitting there with your mouse or your stylus and you're just going boink, 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 boink. You yeah. Know? It's and, that easy. You know, and, and I'm not trying to say any monkey can do ZBrush because, you know, Jason still can't, but um, <laughs> I made an apple. I made an, an apple. apple. Yeah. Boy, give him a medal. So um, it looks like an apple. <laughs> so I don't know. It's it's fun. It's fun. fun. I, I made this. I made that. What is that? It's one of my sculptures. We don't know what it is exactly. Tony, oh, get out of here. It, it's Scott makes fun of me. He's not impressed by my artwork ever. I am impressed by your artwork. Look at your beard. Okay. <laughs> How long have you guys been married? I know it feels like it, doesn't it? It's I, I want to divorce every two weeks <laughs> that I do this, Tony. Okay, you know what I love? I love the the woman's voice on the beginning of the show. That's, that's my Is girlfriend, that Jamie. Model? <laughs> Who is that? Is that your wife? That's my girlfriend. Yep. 
Yeah, he <laughs> wants her to say asswipe. We still got to get her to say asswipe because oh, that's, that would be great. that's Suzanne's uh, pet pet word uh, for Tony. Apparently, yeah, I can get her to do that. I can she do calls it. me that once in a while. We have little pet names for each other. We've yeah. been married thirty something years. Oh man, congratulations, <laughs> sort of. So now you love this thing. We've got another guy, uh, Shane McGowan says he hates it so bad he he wishes there was like the skip button <laughs> that you have on netflix and shit to skip the intro because he just wants to go past it when she opens her mouth that's hard and oh uh, that's the best part of the whole show <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said that it's a game changer this i i think you're right like if you think back to when the camera was invented painters were like oh crap what do i do now and i think it's it's on that level digital sculpting of of how it has changed everything so much yeah, you don't man. get a lot of moments in time where there's something that changed everything so much as yeah that. and i think this I think is illustration on... yeah. illustration is probably the same thing joe joe jesco still paints um if he was alive frazetta would probably still be very employable you know mm-hmm. but most most illustrators i think are at least doing the, the coloring in, in Photoshop. They're yeah. Not, if they do a sketch, they scan it. Um, but they got these beautiful Cintiq tablets now where you can just draw right on the glass, right on the screen. Yeah, those are cool. You got to get one of those, by the way. I was going to say, are you still using the mouse and the stylus to sculpt yeah, and, the, yeah. and the little Wacom pad? This little Wacom. This is Wacom? like 20 yeah. years old and this little stylus. Um. But, and there's there's probably guys out there that do ZBrush are cringing right now, going, "I can't believe he's not using the screen and doing that." So, yeah, well, it's it's it's. I don't know. I learned this way. I learned yeah. looking at the screen and drawing on the table, mm-hmm. and it just seems normal now. Yeah. But they did have those big, beautiful Cintiqs at at Disney and at Universal, and it's cool. It's cool. You're actually just pushing clay on the screen you're pushing it it's it's pretty cool um and the stylus has like pressure sensitivity so it's kind of neat um i'm gonna have to get one one of these days i don't know how much they are they're like a couple of grand break free break break free with some of that you know money you got buried out in the jungle there and uh you know get yourself one for crying out loud please i got my wife wants a new kitchen I know. This is why I'm working 18 hours a day. <laughs> My son just moved back in. So uh, I, had I see. I, I see you got the hot tub back there, though. You know. Oh yeah, that I was. I was insistent on that. I don't. I'm, she uses it more than I do. I, I don't go in it. It's always thundering and lightning. So, <laughs> <laughs> Tony's pushing her out the door. Yeah. Go on, Tony. Go on. Yeah. Hey, no, it's nice out. Go, go, go. <laughs> Here, no, hold this copper pipe while you're in there. It'll help uh, heat the water. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I tell my wife, are we going to just die with money in the bank? I don't want to die with any money in the bank. I, I'm not going to save. I'm not going to, I'm not busting my ass all these years so I could spend my life savings on bags of chemotherapy. I want to okay. spend it. Man. You know, I want to spend it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not. I don't care. Bags of chemotherapy. <laughs> I know what you mean. That's kind of the same way. That is I knew great. how to drive a boat. I would buy a boat, but I would I would drown. I would I would probably hit a buoy or something. 
So how is your um, like 3D printing or... shop coming? Uh, Ooh, you got your cool. Jupiter unboxed yet? Yes, I do. I haven't fired it up, but it's unboxed. And I didn't open up the little toolkit that comes with it yet. Mm-hmm. But I can't wait. So I have to, you're saying I have to get a new version of the slice, the slicer now, Cheeto box. I get yeah, it. well, so it comes with this. I'm sure you saw it. Well, you might not have saw it, but this is in your, um, this is in your toolbox probably. And you got to scratch that off. Oh, this is your year subscription to, oh, I'm upside down. Sorry. I didn't, I didn't open it yet. Chitu box pro. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. they give you a, a year. Nice. So they give you a year. Um, but yeah, but you can keep your old version. So for your Saturn and stuff, you know, you can just load a new version or load the pro for the Jupiter. Um, what I always do, and I don't know, I think Jason does too, is I save all my stuff pre-slice right. before I slice it. Because once you slice it, you're locked into those settings. Right. You know, where I think you could take a Saturn pre-slice, Jason, tell me if I'm wrong, and import it into a Jupiter build plate if you had to. Maybe. Oh, okay, I don't maybe. I don't think I'm not can. sure. We should ask Jamie because he's done it already. He's played around with it. But you know, once you slice it. So I don't know. And that's why I'm worried about the pro. So if I start working with the pro and now the subscription runs out, I just want to run the free one. Um, am I going to have to re-slice so, everything? Well, I am I going to have to we reorient it? Am I going to have to resupport it? You know, I think the one we're running, the regular T2 box doesn't support the Jupiter. No. So you definitely have to go to another version for the Jupiter. So yes. I'm keeping this version for the Saturns that I have. And then I'm going to load this new one on just for the Jupiter. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting, man. It's huge. I love it. I can't mine, wait. I just set mine up yesterday. I haven't. So did you get it out of the box on your own or did you have some help? I had a buddy over here helping me out because yeah, it was like, no, I laid it down and slid it out. And that's I what was, I did too. Yeah. That's what I did. I was careful. I but, the box. So you're on one level though. See, I had to go down 16 stairs oh or oh my God. um, we fed it through my basement window. Oh my God. You're kidding. Yeah. No. Oh, I've got a huge basement and 90% of what's down there when we moved here went through the window. Cause otherwise you go up eight stairs and then you're on the main level of the house. But then if you want to go in the basement, it's 16 stairs oh, and it's like, wow. fuck that. So when we were moving, I said, Hey, just start handing me boxes that are going in the basement through the window. So I told the wife, we got one window she can't plant anything in front of because <laughs> I've got to. Uh, it's the delivery window. But, dude, I, we put curio cabinets down there, um, slate from the pool table. Rotocasters. Uh, the small rotocaster is down there. The big rotocaster is in the garage. That's never, the big one's well, never coming in the house. You don't have to do that anymore. You don't have so, to. Do that you have a Jupiter. You're a Jupiter owner. I'm a Jupiter owner. What? What do you hear or what do you think will happen with the scanners? Do you think that the scanners are also going to be a game changer? Yeah. that's Once they become uh, affordable and the quality yeah, gets man. better. I got it. I'll send you a picture. I, I got a, uh, an app on my phone. Um, it was free. I forget the name of it. It's called. It's called Kiri Engine, K-I-R-I, Kiri Engine. And you just go around. I put, uh, I had a sculpture of um, Alfred E. Newman from Mad Magazine, a bust, mm-hmm. put it on the table, and I just, you just take 30 pictures. You go around and you take 30 pictures. And 
it imports it as um, an OBJ, I think. And I couldn't believe it. it was okay. It wasn't, it needed a lot of cleanup, but it had all the information. Mm -hmm. So all those old clay sculptures in my garage that are just collecting dust and drying out and cracking, I can now scan them when I get a better scanner. This, this app is not that good. Right, right. But if I get a good scanner and, you know, you take like a hundred pictures or whatever, you're going to get a beautiful 3D model of mm -hmm. a 3D object. So that's going to be another game changer and another headache for, um, well, for anybody, because at that point, like, anybody. you know, I'll take this, this, this stupid little polar bear sculpture I got. Oh, wow. Look at that. And, I, and I'll scan that bastard tomorrow. Okay. Uh, no, I already have that STL. I don't need to. That's yeah, right. We gave that away. We gave hey, that away. That's right. I already have that STL. Um, but um, no, it, but it, it's, yeah, it, you know, and what will happen, you know, what's going to happen in the garage kit world. Oh, yeah. Okay. But then I look at it and it's already kind of started to happen a little bit. But, um, you know, I look at it like an Aurora Superman. Man, I would love to scan that just for myself and um, make it one six scale or quarter yeah. scale because yeah. I just, I love that stuff. You know, you show me, you showed me somebody, was it? I'm pretty sure it was you, uh, a life size Frankenstein, right? You, you, yeah, yeah, I don't know what that. Yeah, that was at the model Monster Palooza that the guy did a, a Frankenstein with a box and all that and the paints and all that shit. And he scanned the the kit and CNC routed out a big a big one, right? Well, yeah, I don't know how he did it for sure. I don't remember. I'd have to look back and see how he did it for sure. But that thing was amazing. That yeah, that wasn't that wasn't sculpted. That was that was so, a scan. Yeah. I just downloaded that. Little, <laughs> who's the guy <laughs> that you had on the show doing the little minis? Um, oh, mini Michael Berglund. Uh, yeah, yeah, Mike. Yeah. Mike. Mike. Yeah, they were yeah. they were cool as hell. I was going to buy them until the shit hit the fan. And everybody <laughs> yeah. Well, shit didn't and hit the fan. that's about a 50 50 split on that. There's guys that. Yeah, I, I think what most guys are worried about is what it could lead to. What did Jamie uh, just buy this morning? He was the the marks. Uh, yeah, the he said the marks. On oh yeah! Someone scanned the marks uh, figures, and he wanted to print one bigger and paint it. I said, "Put it on the jupes, make it like <laughs> put it on the Jupiter." Yeah, yeah. Jupes. Oh, that yeah that's a great idea. But <laughs> the thing, the thing about the Aurora, the Aurora, if if nobody was doing those kits anymore, why not? You know, if they're right. gone forever, if right. those steel molds were all destroyed, but there is. What's There's someone company? doing them. Atlantis, Atlantis has a lot of the yeah, molds. Yeah. Well, yeah. they might get bent out of shape, but yeah. And they should. It's their property. They paid for it. True. Yeah. True. But I mean, it's been become such a part of popular culture now. Yeah. It's like like mm -hmm. an iconic thing. I mean, if he's not taking if he's printing little minis, he's not taking any sales away from Atlantis. Nobody's saying, "Oh, I'm not going to buy that." Stuff. Yeah, I'm not going to buy that Glow Godzilla because I have one this big. Okay, <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. No, I, yeah, I agree. It's scary with you. though. Technology is is going really quickly, and that's why I'm. This is like how to, Westworld starts. Kind of, this is how what starts. This is how Westworld starts, where they scan each other in, <laughs> Dude, and then there's just another Tony out there. <laughs> Forget the new Westworld, 1973. Yul Brenner, James Brolin. That's Westworld. Anything after that is just. Crap all yeah. the first news. Have you seen the new one at all? I'm just teasing you. Not, but have no, you seen it? I refuse. I refuse. The yeah. first season's really, really good. 
And then no. it kind of goes. No. I'm currently you, watching the new one. You don't understand. Tony's locked in 1976. Okay? You don't talk to Tony enough, but Tony's <laughs> locked in the 1976. Okay. If they do it correctly, if they, if they like the new Star Trek movies with, with the new Mr. Spock and the new, yeah. the newer ones that were like 10 years ago. They did it correctly. They got actors that look like the old actors. They got, you know, the look was the same. Everything, was, the personalities were the same. I just saw a trailer for a Christmas, not a Christmas story. That's something different. No, I heard about that, that they're doing that. They're doing a, re, uh, a sequel, a sequel. With, yes. with the original cast. Right, yeah. yeah. But that's not what I was going to say. What was I just going to say? Oh, I just saw a trailer for Pinocchio. Disney is doing a live action Pinocchio with Tom Hanks as Geppetto. Um, but it's all CGI animals, right? And and the little mm -hmm. cat is, it's perfect, just like the 1940 animated one. It's perfect. All the characters are exactly the same. It's probably shot for shot, but live action with Tom Hanks as Geppetto. And I'm like, it's it's perfect. You know, I, I would see that. But if they but if they make like Westworld. I, I saw the trailers for it and I was just like, nah, man, I want, I want an Android. I want a robot that takes his face off. And I have to say the, the one Disney thing I, I did watch just cause I thought it looked cool. Was that, was it finding Christopher Robin and they did the CGI, the Winnie the Pooh characters. And they were a stitch, man. Eeyore was a stitch. It was a, <laughs> you know, and so like you said, I mean, the movie might not have been that good, but it was, I wonder, and I don't know how much Tony of the story, you know, but and and I just watched the movie. I never realized it was such a controversy. Um, Mary Poppins, what uh, Disney went through to get the rights to do the Mary Poppins movie, and how the original writer was so against him incorporating animation. Um, yeah, I with the characters, I, I think the movie's saving Miss Mister Banks. Yeah, uh, and Hanks played Walt. Actually, that's right. That's and um, what he had to go through to. Um, you know, to get the get her to sign the rights, and then even when they showed it, she was mad that he used um, animated penguins and stuff right. like that. But I wonder if they were making Mary Poppins today, fresh, what they could they did, do with, with something like that. Um, they did with make Emily, a with Emily Blunt, of. didn't she? Yeah, uh, that's yeah. They did. They did do a return of. So I don't know what they did there because I that I didn't see, but. It's, I just wonder, you know, like you say, it's so, um, which, which is why I got so pissed off at Peter Jackson's King Kong. It's like, yeah. you could have done anything and you did this snarly faced, yeah. horrible mess. And, uh, yeah, King Kong is one of those that leave it alone. 33 or it's nothing for me. I, I, I was looking forward to Peter Jackson's, but it's, he, they always make him look like a, a silverback gorilla. Yeah. He's, and it didn't calm. look like that in the beginning because those first statues that came out, it doesn't look like that. It looks like mm -hmm. an old grizzled like gorilla. Like it doesn't look like a silverback. It yeah. looked like something different. And I think it got changed last minute. And I, I don't get it. Because yeah, it shouldn't yeah. look like a gorilla like that. And now they're gonna screw with it again. Yeah, people. Yeah. Well, Tony can't I'm, talk I'm, about it because yeah. he's probably involved <laughs> yeah. in it. The I new Disney cool. did he know Tony? There's a Disney Plus King Kong coming out. Yeah, so it's a out. prequel to the 33. Yeah, yeah. Right. Joe Joe DeVito or something. I have those books that he he put out. Kong mm -hmm. of Skull Island, and the illustrations 
are pretty cool. They look like the old Kong. You know what I just finished last night was Primal on Adult Swim. Have you seen that, Tony? It's about a caveman and his T-Rex. It is really no, it is so freaking good. Like so, like I saw David the last episode David Krentz did the storyboard. So he's like an old dinosaur sculptor guy and it okay. it looks there's no talking through the entire thing. It's just his caveman growls and this T-Rex growls and they get <laughs> it's like an old style kind of just like you got to see it. It's so good. So really? well done. Thad recommended it to me a long time ago and I started watching it and then just it fell into the pile and I finally finished it. So good. So so good. Don't when he says something's good. No, it's good, Tony. It's good. It's primal. I can, I can Look it up. With, uh, like 10,000 BC with Raquel Welch. There wasn't much dialogue in that, right? It was just like not much. No, there wasn't. Anything. You didn't need that was a talking her. movie? Oh, yeah. That was a talkie? Yeah. Just <laughs> so smoking hot in that. Oh my God. Yeah, Raquel. She's uh, still alive. Raquel. Yeah, she is. Not so smoking hot anymore. No, but she, she's not. She, I mean, for her age, she looks. She bad. was on Seinfeld when she was on Seinfeld. She still looked pretty good. But yeah, yeah. picture I recently saw. I, enough plastic surgery. Like, look at Cassandra Peterson. She still looks good, but uh, she must have a hell of a plastic surgeon. So I need one of those. Never looks good. Who's it? Plastic surgery never looks good. Um. No. Well, if you can tell it's plastic surgery, that's for sure. It's terrible. Oh. <laughs> Some of these women that just destroy themselves. And Jessica Lange, as, as cute as she was in that horrible 76 movie that we won't even call King Kong, um, as cute as she was, man, you could just tell the plastic surgery messed her up. And it's like, it, she was such a great actress, too, you know, but it's like, oh, what did you do that for? Yeah, we're probably they're going to be. I'm going to have representatives from all these people. They're going to well, see this. Video. Whatever, send them. Give them my number. I don't. Care. <laughs> all right, I will. <laughs> give them. Give them my. Jessica number. Lang's manager. You owe us fifty grand for defaming. Defaming. She defamed herself. Look at it. I don't think they're tuning in. No, they probably aren't. Doubtful. So, here, Tony, check that little bad boy out, huh? Motley. Cool man. That's a little cereal premium. So. How many alligators are back there, Tony? Uh, not many. I, I've lived here uh, five, six years. I haven't seen that many. I mean, they're, the ones I've seen are small. They're, they're like three to four feet. And as soon as they see you, they jump in the water and they swim away. <laughs> so when the dogs hit the water, are they probably more afraid of the dogs than the dogs? Yeah. We have the sense to be way. afraid of them, basically. Uh, yeah. They're, they're not... Once last year, I heard there was an eight foot one and they had it. They called Fish and Wildlife to come and take it out and mm-hmm. they say relocate, but I think they killed them. <laughs> um, they're, they're bare. There was a mother with three cubs about two weeks ago in our yard. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. That, that video was great. The, the going over the fence. What happened to the armadillo? Did he ever vacate? <laughs> no, he's still there. He's still under the front porch. Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> Every every once in a while at like four a.m., the dog will start going crazy, and she'll be at the front window. He'll be building a nest or something. <laughs> what about the skunk ape? Do you have any skunk ape sightings no there? Skunk ape. No, 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 no. Like a skunk, a killer skunk. Not skunk, skunk ape. What's it? It's like Bigfoot a, in Florida. Yeah, that's a big legend down in the south. Huh. 
Scott's not Jason probably believes it. He believes in Bigfoot and tinfoil hats and all that shit. So, <laughs> do you really? Do you believe in Bigfoot? I, I, I do. You do? I do. He's fucked do. up. He's fucked up, Tony. You think you think there's a Sasquatch? I don't know if there's still a Sasquatch now. I think there was one at some point. About a hundred years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the Native Americans, they had to be on to something when they talk about it. Like there was something there. It was smoking okay. peyote or whatever. That is. Yeah, hey, maybe. <laughs> hey, he'll he'll believe in that, but if someone hands him a Bible, he'll right. say, Oh no, that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Bible happened. It did. It did. Uh, Just yeah. nothing in it happened, right? Is that what you're gonna say or what? Some of it. <laughs> well, this is a slippery slope, man. I know that now I got him in trouble. He's gonna be yeah. in trouble with half the listeners. So I uh, know. Hey, whatever people need to get through the day, that's okay with me. You tell them, Sasquatch. <laughs> Paul Gill believes in Bigfoot, too, so we'll have a Bigfoot fight. Well, there you go. Yeah. Okay, there you go. All right, you and Paul can put your tinfoil hats okay, on. Okay, let's talk. Go. Have you seen the new alien videos, the new UFO videos? You seen all that? No, I see oh, a couple, man. but not all. What? Oh, you mean the reflection The reflection no. in the... The ones from the, the gun cameras and the FLIR cameras on the fighter jets, all that stuff. Yeah, okay. What do you mean? Yeah, okay. There was just a big congressional hearing. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. So now, now we're believing politicians. Holy no, shit. No. Well, okay. They, this was not politicians talking. It was scientists that were in there talking about okay. what they had. How have you not followed this? Oh my God. Never mind. Because I don't fucking care. That's well, why. They, wow. I, oh, I, hey, all right. All right. I'm with Tony. Although I'm living maybe in 1979 because Tony's a lot older than me. But, um, <laughs> all right anyway but uh so i'm like tony i want to read old spider-man comics and 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 everything else and i really don't care about the ufos matter of fact if they come down and take half this fucking population it probably isn't the worst thing in the world okay you know the first thing they're coming for is jamie with her (laughs) did you buy another model okay That's great. I, I, guess, love I think they've always been here. I think they're. Uh, I think the abyss is very close to what we're dealing with. So, uh, and and Tony, tell Jason how you woke your wife up watching us uh, one night, laying in bed watching Model Club TV. Wakes That's the worst wife life up. ever. What are you doing? Why would you well, do that? I was laughing so hard the, whole, the bed was like shaking. <laughs> I was cracking up, man. I forget what it was. I forget what. Oh my gosh! Uh, what? Well, all right. What do you got coming out? We're coming up on our. What do you got coming out? Anything new? Anything you want to plug? No, I got. I got um, a lot of stuff in the in the hopper, but I got to find time to uh, finish it. The Herculoids are close. The, the two main oh, cool. characters. Um, I got a creature from the Black Lagoon and a Frankenstein that I want to put on the Jupiter, but I want to do them at quarter scale and smaller scale i like this scale i like this uh 12 inch scale like one mm-hmm. what is that one sixth yep yeah so i'll probably do the, the hannibal Barra guys at one sixth and he won't listen to me and fucking print him smaller for different people you know how much more do you want than that Dude, i'm just saying <laughs> there, there's a there's an audience out there there's guys that'll buy miniatures i'll bet you money there's guys that would take that iron man at this big, there's a lot of people that would want that, and and, and would buy it. Yep, 
at that size. I, it's just that again, another beauty of digital sculpting is yeah. you have that option. You know, you, mini, minis don't. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. That, I think you'd sell more minis than the big ones, actually. I don't, I'm not familiar with the miniature guys with the miniature world. Yeah. I mean, that's like a whole other group of. Do you, have, do you have any of Jamie's miniatures handy there, Jason? The the ones that he They're got the rights the to print? Uh, okay. Not handy. Okay. So Jamie well, I got the. Thing. I know the, those game pieces are huge. That's what I would like. Oh, do I have one right here? Oh, yeah. If you did that but, Iron Man like six inches or, or even four, I think someone would sell it. I mean, this guy sold oh, here, out. I got this. I got this. Oh, okay. This Wendigo. Look that big. And I think people would. This is what people like. It, it's a whole different audience. So it's not Garage Kid, guys. It's a different audience. I know. That's my problem. I don't, I'm not familiar with that audience and I don't know how to reach them. Um, I just, I'm only on one Facebook group. It, that's the only one I go on is that Resin Maniacs group. Watch, watch Tony's going to drop this. I'm not going to drop this. I'm not going to drop this. But, um, you know, our, our guy, Jamie Sai, he got the rights to print a bunch of these, like, goofy super deformed from this guy. And what was he selling on Wonderfest for? Like, five like bucks $7 or something. Or yeah, $7 five bucks or something. Yeah. And if you bought a ton of them, he'd give them to you for five. I forgot. But yeah. But he blew him out. Dude, he sold through those faster than anything, you know, and it's, and again, it comes to, you know, yeah, the garage kid guys don't want to always spend collectible money. Right. But again, the smaller stuff would still sell. And I know, you know, you and I have talked about like an Aurora style Iron Man as well, you know, and, and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah. But again, you'll have guys that wanted it six scale. You'll have guys that wanted it eight scale. Okay. Right. And the joy of the, the 3D printing is, uh, you know, you have that option. So you know? let, I me mean, ask, let me ask you the question. Who'd ever um, thought this? Who'd ever thought you could pull this off a build amazing. plate and it would that's do this? Amazing. Okay. Scott's that's still cool. amazed by the dragon a year later. I am. I play with this dragon every day. That's amazing. I play with my dragon print. every day, I'm not having much it. luck with my FD, with my, uh, what do you call that stuff? ABS printer. My yeah. It just yeah. keeps, I just keep getting spaghetti. So I, it sucks <laughs> anyway. I, I hate the the feel of it. It's like plastic. It, it, I like resin printers. Now, I agree with you, but the other day I had a bracket go bad on my, it broke in my refrigerator. Yeah. I saw so that. I go online, I order the bracket, and then I come back and it's like, there's one on fucking Thingiverse. Are you kidding me? I printed it. There it was back together. So, cool. so, so these guys, these Garage Kit guys are not, they don't like, they don't think that 3D printing is the same as, I mean, resin is resin. Is it not? I mean, I agree with you. I mean, what is it? Is, is it something that they feel is like a cheap knockoff of this have to be hand cast or what, what, what's the, what's the pushback against, against 3D printing? I know, I know what the pushback is against 3D digital sculpting versus traditional mm-hmm. sculpting. I hear it constantly and it drives me right. crazy. So what's on both? I've done both and there's no comparison for me. I don't understand. I don't know why anyone, if you get a bag of, right. If you get a bag of parts, it's a bag of parts. Who cares how Mm -hmm. it was made? That's my opinion. Like, what does it matter? But there's some guy, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get the aversion. It's and and Tony, kind of like you and I, there's certain things we just don't want to change. And I think guys just don't want the hobby to change from what it is. 
but it's changing okay. for the better. It's not right. like remaking right. Boris okay. Carlos Frankenstein into some piece of shit Halloween Horror Nights Frankenstein. Right. It's not. It's it's changing for the better. You're getting keys that fit perfectly together. You're getting crispy, mm. no air bubbles, no air bubbles, no air bubbles. Again. The resin actually sands easier. Yeah, it cleans up easier. No seams, no, no air seams. bubble. Right. And here's the thing: nothing ever goes out of production totally. And when I say that, you know, five years down the road, if if I'm working on my Iron Man and I lose an arm, okay. I can call Tony up and say, hey, man, can you print me another arm or or even, God forbid, send me the arm file so I can print my own so that, it, you know, I've got the replacement and it's it's never going to go out. I've had guys already uh, at House Ape Caruso. I printed him the uh, Herculoids from Well, and he dropped the nameplate and it shattered because it was hollow. Okay. And he says to me, he says, man, can you print me another nameplate? I go, yes, Kenny, no problem. And I just, boom, <laughs> printed it right up for him. You know, and another it, thing, you can do big stuff, hollow, and the wall thickness is perfect. You, you ever get an yeah. old garage kit that's hollow and you hold it up to the light and it's like, it's like a paper, paper piece thing. of paper. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, that doesn't happen anymore. You got to drill a hole in it and fill it with resin or whatever yeah. you want to fill it. That's, yeah. so, um, so I don't get it. I just don't understand what the pushback is. I don't with, either. I know there are sculptors that are, I hate to say it, but, you know, they haven't made the leap yet. And maybe they're, you know, I don't know, for whatever reason, they haven't made the, the switch yet. And they're, oh, it's not, it's not as good. It's not as good. And it's bull. That's bull, man. I've done both. I'm telling you right now, it opens up so many opportunities, so many things for you you could do all that little texture crap if you wanted you could do vehicles and weapons like that in the past i used to have to carve weapons out of styrene and, and wrench shape and all this wood crap right and it would take forever it would take forever to make a little chainsaw that big yeah. forget it or an m16 like how hard that, M16. Like, yeah. now you just now go you online and find one. someone already has it okay yeah, they, yeah. yeah. I, I need an m16 uh boom oh okay yeah i bet you i'll bet you you can find an m16 on a cg trader in about two minutes i but... just bought i bought a pack of guns for this i think this video just got flagged probably that's <laughs> talking about oh. buying guns no resin gun on cg trader i bought you know just little a pack of weapons it was they gave me like 40 different guns from mm -hmm. from star wars blasters to colt 45s to muskets I just got a whole pack of guns. I'll never have to sculpt a gun again. And who who wants to? I can. I can sculpt it in ZBrush in, in a couple of hours, but why? So when you do that, when you buy an asset like that, do you have to credit them in whatever you do? Or can you just use it? Or can, like, what's, how's licensing work for that? It depends. It or depends. Does it? Like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a gray area. I mean, usually if they're selling a pack of guns, they, they don't. It's not like. They know you're going to do that with it. Kinda, I guess. Yeah. I, I guess. If it's a, if it's a character, you want to change it at least, mm -hmm. or, or parts of a character, like you know, right. Boba Fett's jetpack, something mm -hmm. like that. Right. Um, well, even with the ZBrush, you can buy um, packs of hand poses and stuff as well, right? You don't have to necessarily use one that you sculpted. Yeah. You can buy those and move them, and yeah. You know. There's a there's a uh, an app for ZBrush. It's called ZBuild ZBuilder. 
it's I, you can't believe they give you like a naked guy, a naked lady, uh, a, a really thin guy, a really obese guy, a chimpanzee, a gorilla, and sliders. Wait, no, that way, yeah. There's the chimpanzee right there. Nice. <laughs> they give you a chimpanzee. Nice. And they and they're sliders, and you just slide, and it it makes the guy bigger. It makes his muscles grow. It's like what? It's unbelievable. And you could create like a superhero in like seconds, yeah. and have a base, a base mesh for a superhero. Oh. Now I I I've been doing it for long enough where I made my own base meshes years ago, and I just pull those. So, you know, I don't want to use somebody else's blank. It's like a blank. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about old yeah. garage kits, it's like a blank figure. And then you put a costume on it. And put a costume, put the costume on it. I know what I want to ask you. The ZBrush from Pixel Logic or Pixel Logic, Pixel Logic, is moving yeah. over to Maxon now. Maxon bought yeah. them out. So you've been getting those emails. Thoughts yeah. on that? Like this now, it's going to be. We don't get free updates anymore. Is that what it's looking like? Is that? I like, think so. Yeah, I think the perpetual license is no longer. In the past, you every time they updated, which was pretty much every year. You got it for free. You just had to upgrade. But now that Max and Maxon, Maxon, yeah, it, yeah. Um, I don't. I think you got to pay. That's how I read it too. Is that the only updates you'll get now with if you don't pay are serious bug fixes. Like if there's something wrong, oh. gonna, that's the ones you'll get. But like the yearly update now, you have to sign up for. Which sucks. <laughs> it does suck. I don't yeah. know. Have they gone to pres- uh, subscription? Yeah, that's yeah. what it's looking like. It's gonna you're gonna have to do like a yearly fee, even though I don't know. I have to go back and read the email, but it looked like you're just not people who have bought the the software outright, like you and I have. It's mm-hmm. you just get those bug fix updates now. Oh, that's the yearly stinks. the other updates that are gonna come, we're gonna have to pay for or subscribe like subscribe oh, to it man. or something. What's you can't the, blame them. They probably no, they probably yeah, I agree. sold out for a billion dollar but have you tried have you tried blender because a lot of people that i noticed they're all mad about this and like hey we're going over to blender now to try that instead because it's free but blender i i opened it it's free and i opened it and the interface was looked like maya and it was very scary and i shut it it shut it right away i was like no 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 it took me long enough to get used to zebra take you how long did how long did it take you would you say you were comfortable with zbrush Bungu, yeah, when you weren't uh, swearing at it. Oh, I hated it. I hated it. I hated it for years. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to do? I mean, you either get on the ship or you get left at the dock. Yeah. So, but yeah. anyway, the, the thing that sucks is I'm, I'm still on like two versions of ZBrush two years ago. I'm still on like 2019, whatever. And somebody, I, people send me files all the time. Like Disney will send me a file. Like, here's, Here's your Mickey Mouse file, you know, posing. And it was created on a newer version and it won't open in my ZBrush. So then I have to go call the guy and say, can you convert that to an OBJ so I can import it into my older version of ZBrush? Mm-hmm. It's not retroactive. Well, that's what um, I'm going to tell you. I think part of that email said you, you have a, there's a deadline, I think, to upgrade to uh, the 2022 one. So you might want to do that and then that'll be your last official upgrade there's like a timeline you got to do it otherwise you'll lose out on upgrading oh boy change man i, I know. just ruined I know. this day I know. 
gonna, gonna to hang up. <laughs> He's gonna hang up. Iron Man and, and Space Ghost are gonna go all over the place. <laughs> he just like, runs his arm down that bookcase. Just <laughs> runs his arm down the bookcase. The lava light goes all over. He's cleaning wax for the next ten years. That thing's a retro lava. That's that gets hot, man. That's like from the seventies, I think. That's, <laughs> that's old an old one. It gets really hot. So, you gotta be careful with that. They're still mesmerizing, though. You still can watch them. You can just sit in a chair and watch them. Wow, yeah. that's pretty cool. I love it. Jason, don't remember when they came out. I do. Re- well, I remember them being around when I was a kid. Yeah. You probably snorted them or something. It's, let's snort some lava light, man. No. <laughs> Freak. <laughs> Pour hot wax on himself. Right, we're and done. Shit like that. Tony, thanks for joining us. <laughs> what? Okay. Who's the guy that burned himself with plaster of Paris? Me. Tony stuck his arm in a bucket of it. She, okay. And wondered why it was getting hot. He wanted to make him. My arm got locked in there. We've told this story before. We're not wasting. We're going to cut yeah, this one. Up. He locks his, he locks his we arm. When we stop recording, I'll tell this story. Okay. All right. So say goodbye to Tony. We'll tell him the story. So, okay. <laughs> Tony, thanks for joining us, man. This has been great. Okay. We're going to have you on yearly. I love this. The, the Tony updates. All right. Yeah. It's not much. Not much. Right, no, Sorry. it's all good. Um, no, that's all right. It's all in Best place for people fun. to get a hold of you. Um, Facebook, uh, the business page, it's Tony Cipriano sculpture. I think the name of it. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Um, Yeah. And don't send them pictures of your grandmother ever because he'll, he'll do bad things. (laughs) Ragnar. Yeah. But don't get a hold of me because I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) If someone wants to buy one of your things, the best way is through the sculpture. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't ship internationally. <laughs> I don't, look, I just make things that I want. And if somebody wants to buy one, then great. But Scott, you want to tell everybody you're doing with Tony? The time about I don't want to make them this big. I don't want to make them this big, this big, this big. I just make what I want. And if somebody wants one, okay, I'll make it one. So if there are people that want to pay the shipping, <laughs> Tony will ship to me. And then I'll ship to you if you want to pay for it. And people get so pissed off and they're like, I get nasty, nasty messages. I'm not filling out the customs forms. I'm not doing it. The custom form is online now. Okay. But still don't do anything. Stop it. Just stop it. (laughs) Just stop it. All right, Tony. Thanks again. All right. All right. That was Tony, everybody. Great guy. And thank you for coming on again. We appreciate it. I'd like to do that every few months with Tony. Like, at least once a year. <laughs> yeah, if we can get Tony from under the rock. Yeah. And to talk to people like in person. He's a lot like me when it comes to. <laughs> so I, I talk to Tony a lot on Facebook Messenger. Yeah. I don't talk to him on Zoom. I don't talk to him on the phone. I don't even have his phone number. Um, And I'm sure he appreciates that. <laughs> thank God. But um. Yeah, well, he starts the Jupiter. He'll be wanting my yeah. phone. But um, no, and, and it's just all of a sudden I'll look down at three o'clock in the morning and Tony and I are talking about comic books and old toys and shit. And it's just, you know, so um, cool. He's just a he's a good time. I like Tony a lot. So. All right. It's time for emails, voicemails and corrections. Scott, do we have any corrections? Have we screwed anything up? We fixed the I, the. Party location. Make sure everybody got that. Anything else we screw up? I don't think so. All right. Voicemails. Let's Our listen first, to those. 
our first voicemail is from CG Blade. Is this the uh, is this the bi monthly Model Club TV uh, that I've been hearing about? Because um, I really I really like bi monthly programs, and uh, uh, if this is bi monthly, then uh, I'll, I'll probably watch it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. This is uh, if this is the bi-monthly model club TV, then I'll, I'll probably be uh, watching it quite a bit. Uh, if it goes to, if it goes bi-weekly, I, I probably will watch it. So uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that. Uh, yeah, this thing is really hot, and uh, I, I tell all my friends about it, and I don't have any friends, so uh, I'll, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Remember, wherever you go, there you are. And, uh, yeah, keep this, keep this thing bi-monthly, thanks. Uh, okay. There's a part in there that is genuinely makes me laugh. <laughs> I like... It sounds like he's hacking along. I know. I like that character. But he goes, I'm going to tell all my friends about it, but I don't have any friends. Yeah. <laughs> you got one less now. No. I, I, that, like, that's my kind of humor. I like that. All right. And then we have two voicemails that came not that far apart from each other. From your oh, buddy. Joy. From your buddy. Brian let's, Clark. Let's get something straight. We're not buddies. We're not pals. We're not friends. I think you're buddy. Okay. There we go. Hello, Chicago guys. It's one of your favorite people, the ELA teacher from Ohio. Yeah, I just want to, you know, say that's really cool that you're having the cookout. Maybe people from out of state will show up. Maybe they won't. You never know. I just know one thing. I don't think a lot of people are going to rush to hang out in the Chicago suburbs, especially not with you posting, you know, pictures of bullets outside your house, Jake. You know what I mean? Why why would we rush there? You know, it's like, I'm not a fireman. I don't so rush into go. burning buildings. I get the hell out of the way and go in another direction. Who's going to rush to a place where it's like, hey, guess what? We're going to have a cookout, and there's a good chance we'll have a massacre in the backyard afterward. I don't know. You guys, uh, it's just weird. Anyhow, hey, enjoy the show, as always. You know, miss you guys, man. I miss seeing old Clayface melt in the heat. <laughs> Jay, keep making those magical spells. I appreciate it. Go Gandalf. And remember, the new Lord of the Rings show is coming on Amazon. Another thing I won't be watching because it's going to be a long walk ruined, just like golf later. Okay. There's a lot to unpack in that first voicemail. Okay. And first of all, did you post pictures of bullets? We did remember when we went. But that to, was like outside of somewhere that was like forty miles from us. No, nah, it's like twenty miles. Twenty miles, but yeah, the bullet wasn't by our house, but that's a rare bullet in that area. <laughs> You're more likely to find bullets by my house than where we actually found found that. So Scott's neighborhood is safe. Let's get that. I mean, as safe as it. Yeah. Not to mention, Mr. Yeah. Clark, nobody's got an elephant gun around here. You're going to be fine if you decide to show up. Okay. I do. Some fucking, for that boy, you need something big enough to stop oh, a charging oh. rhino. Okay. But uh, but that reminds me, we'll come back to uh, Greg Damian said he is bringing the boomerangs. 
Okay. That's tell so, my wife about so it. So we could throw boomerangs at people if they show up. Yeah. What a great idea. <laughs> Let's sharpen razor sharp too. Uh, so yeah, the bullet wasn't technically near our house, but Scott's house should be okay. My house eh, depends if you go north or south from my house. Um, yeah. Also, the front door or the back door. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> you go. Uh, he brought up the uh, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power on Amazon. I have purposely not talked about this. Why uh, is it bad? I, oh man. I can't even begin. It, it looks terrible. Just, just I, falls I, right into the rest of the I, crap. No, no. Like all of the stuff of like, man, I don't want to get our channel shut down. So I'm trying not to say things. Um, uh, and I'm not, I'm not a token purist because of the movies aren't pure to the books. But there's things that just make no sense. It, like they mess with timelines. They made up stuff. They did like I just can't even get excited about it. And like small details, like like cost, like the costumes, it just looks cheap. There's a a shot in the main promo video, the main trailer. She's supposed to be wearing scale mail, like you know, it's scale. It looks like dragon scales, like little pieces mm. of metal. So like the shoulder pads are actually the scale mail. Like they did that out of pieces, but the clothing underneath is printed to look like, and you can totally tell it's just like a pattern on a piece of fabric to make it look like that's what it is. And it just, it's indicative. I think of how that show is going to go. I, I really don't, man, I'm trying to be good. So about the same as the movie. So snooze. That's not true. No, it's different. There's a. Wait, it'll put you to sleep sooner. I'm trying how to say this. They're making a big deal about a female dwarf and how she is the first female dwarf and the first female dwarf of color. Oh, look. And the female dwarf bells went off. In the, <laughs> in the Hobbit, there were already female dwarfs. They were already in the movies. So she is not the first one that's been on screen. So get over yourself. And two, you live underground. Skin wouldn't be dark. It's my. It makes no sense. Coming from Mr. Pale. I know. Mr. Pale bald head. It doesn't make sense. If you're going to, like, and I hate, I, oh man, it's going to, I'm trying not to go this direction. But I don't like when things are swapped that don't make sense. And it doesn't make sense to me. There's plenty of, like, different races and ethnicities in Middle Earth that they could have drawn from and they just swap here. I hate it. I just, I don't like it, but I, I'd like to feel bad for you. But when I found out Disney is doing a prequel to the original King Kong series, prequel mess. Okay. We haven't done enough to try to destroy King Kong. We're going to put it in Disney's hands. Now uh, I saw Frank Dietz comment on your post. What'd he say? And he said, you know, let's wait and see how it goes, right? It's based on the books by, who was that? Um, Kong of Skull Island, who did those? DeVito? DeVito, yeah. So maybe, but again, they could just go in and change character. Like it, I don't, it, I, I don't like this world anymore. I just don't. Of how, I'm trying to be good. Trying to be good. Trying to be okay. Good. Okay. 
Second voicemail from Brian so speaking Clark. Speaking of not liking the world. Hey, guys. Brian Clark again. I know I uh, called earlier, and Jay, you can get rid of this one if you want. But uh, hey, uh, just uh, finished up the new episode, and I was saw the end when Scott mentioned me and says that, hey, when we talk, we go at back and forth, boom, boom, boom. And, and he's right. But out of uh, uh, honestly, for me, it's self-defense. Um, he has hurt me really badly. Um, and every time he calls you a moron, I want you to know that an angel loses its wings, Jason. <laughs> <sighs> I can't handle the abuse from him anymore. Scott, you are a very bad person. <laughs> so, so mean and bad. And there's a special place in hell for you, sir. Good day. Good day. There's a special place in hell for you, huh, Scott? I always thought All that. the wambulance. Okay. <laughs> That's what I say to my students. Wham. Uh, okay. Man. Yeah. See, All at right. least somebody cares about me. Sort of. He doesn't care about you. I know. So we met I Brian's know. wife on uh, Discord last night, by oh, the we way. Did. She thought we were weird. And uh, yeah, but she did have a Bears jersey on, a Walter Payton jersey, which was pretty cool. And uh, yeah. Uh, how he landed her is beyond me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, we should talk, but, you know. True. True. Okay, yeah. we do have some emails. Okay. Oh, and I got official readers from... Oh, you mean you don't have the snaps? I still have them, but these were actually... I went and got my eyes checked. That was one of the other issues I've been dealing with. These came in and they didn't work. I. They gave me uh, progressive readers. And I couldn't do it. It just didn't work. She gave me this ridiculous prescription. And so I had her knock it down. And these actually work. But anyway, our first voice, our first email, Dan Cherney sends us a bunch of stuff all the time. I want to publicly thank Dan Cherney for all the cool stuff he sends us. All the guest uh, suggestions. And he's gone out of his way. He's now um, reached out to some pretty famous people. He's let me know in this email. I don't want to say any of it just in case nothing ever comes of it. But mm -hmm. my warning to him was, I'm like, uh, that's all great. But if they're in the Screen Actors Guild, I wonder if we have to pay them. Like if they come on the show, like, do they, how does that work? Well, we've had Jaeger on twice. Is he, we, um, we haven't had to pay him yet. Uh, that's true. I would think he's in the Screen Actors Guild. Maybe not. You should act, ask Frey, Frank Dietz if you ever get a chance, like what, how that would work. So. But, um, but he also said this. Uh, I love the workbench part of the show, and I'd like to suggest that you have another similar segment called Tip of the Show. Viewers could send in photos or videos of a great model building tip that everyone could use from a painting trick to how to do simple LED wiring. Think about it, Dan Cherney. I kind of like that idea. So, And I think we've, uh, we've breached, broached this idea before. Yeah. Telling people, if you want to send us a video that's like not CG blade long, but um, <laughs> that was a good way to put it. I like. But uh, no. Um, but no, that's that's right. It has to be kind of short. It has to be. You know, but you know, three four minutes. We'll we'll pop we'll pop it in if you want to do a video. If you want to do just some photos and like a little PowerPoint type of thing. Yeah, we we can put that in too. Uh, well, Jason can. I don't do anything. Yeah, yeah, you're, uh, so my suggestion, if it could be a two minute tip or a minute tip, that would be. If you could nail it down to a minute, that would be awesome. Yeah. And we I have just, a minute tip. 
You have a small tip. I do. I have a small tip. You want to hear it? <laughs> yeah. Block Clark's number on the, on the <laughs> tip of the show. On the, on the um, voicemail. <laughs> but that brings me to, I, I want to, I think I'm going to, I told this to you the other day. So I have a separate personal YouTube channel that's just for my stuff, for doing models and miniature painting and, and some other unboxings and stuff. I had planned on keeping. Nobody watches. I don't. Well, no, they don't because I don't have time to do both things. So I think what I'm going to do is after I finish posting the the one video I want to finish over there, I think going forward, everything I had planned on doing over on that channel, I'm going to do here under model club TV. So painting streams, painting videos, um, all that sort of, not so much streams because that gets a little weird, but like, painting videos, tips, unboxings, all that stuff we'll do here. So would you say your streams are weak? They are in more ways than one. <laughs> Just all right. All right. We got another good email and this one is from, uh, Peter Fortunato. I think I'm saying that right. Sounds awesome. Fortunato, uh, dear model club TV, totally enjoy George S Jeff Y and Terry and Dave interviews. So, Peter has gone back and has been watching all the episodes. So we apologize Sorry, for, the, Peter. for the brain rot you have uh, <laughs> endured. Very insightful. Don't see these horror figure cornerstones guys being replaced by a new generation either. I'm not a kit producer, but I bet most decisions for a new kit runs these days are only made as to what will sell as opposed to what is really actually striking. I also do very much agree with Scott. I love that one. I, I knew you were going to like that part. As to the horror figure modeler upping their game, if YouTube has done anything for this hobby, it's, it's that it has brought other modelers, artists from around the world into our living room. Scott's right. We just don't cut it when compared to example, a Ben Comets or Olga Kropotova. Check out their work on YouTube and you'll see why. Just throwing in my two cents. Please keep up the great shows and let's have more interviews with these veterans before they're all gone. Very sincerely yours. Pete. Yes, I would love... To see a t-shirt or mouse pad for sale with your new logo. If it's a t-shirt, put me down for two. So, yes, we're working on that. But I agree. Uh, I have brought up Ben Comet's name many times. An amazing painter, like, blows everyone away. There's a bunch of guys in the miniature world that are just so damn good at what they do that it's scary. And one of my biggest regrets from COVID was at, and I talked about this on the show before, Adepticon, I was scheduled to be in a painting class with Ben Comet and it got canceled because of COVID. And then I couldn't reschedule it because of vaccine stuff. So it's, ugh, it's an amazing painter. Please check out those people over on any of their respective channels, either on Facebook or Instagram and all right. that stuff. Be sure to maybe put their name on the screen so people can look them up. Sure. With I will. I'll put up little things and, and all that, you know, so I'll put up those. Cool. So I think that's all it. That's the show. What? That's the show, buddy. Well, that's not too bad. Yeah. Another yeah. listen to Cipriano droll on for an hour, and then now you, uh, you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, please stay tuned for the gallery again. Good stuff in there from Rick Lindy and a bunch of other people. Some cool stuff in there. And uh, we'll see you soon. A couple days before the barbecue will be the next episode. So have a great couple weeks, everybody. Busy, busy, busy. Take care. See you later. Bye.